A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning and welcome to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Faber, sitting in with Captain Kirk Waltz and a very special guest today. Special. He's, he's special. He's special. Damn, yeah, he's special. So, he so goes, special. He goes by a lot of names. <laughs> uh, we will, we, 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 we will, <laughs> we're not going to go there, are we? <laughs> Most of well, them can't say on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we, we're going to start out with Captain Larry Minyard, the godfather. Okay. Yeah. Welcome, bro. Thank, Thank you for you. coming Thank in. Thank you. Been Long three, time. Three old charter captains right <laughs> here, oh boy. A lot of great yeah. beards in this room right <laughs> now. Yeah, there's no chance of this going sideways today. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. So good to see you, man. I, it was it was funny because um, Logman was was talking this week about not being able to make it, and I said, man, I, you know, and, and and honestly, Larry, I, I I hadn't talked to you in a while. I didn't even know if you were fishing Saturdays anymore because Kirk and I were, we you know, we we're we're, we're done with that unless I mean I got a couple of kingfish tournaments this year. <clears throat> But besides that, I just don't I don't fish weekends anymore. I try not to. Um, I will. I fished a tournament last Saturday and and, and one every uh, yeah and one. And <laughs> what a shot! I am yeah. flabbergasted. Yeah. When's the last time you didn't win that tournament? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, uh, never, never. No, yeah, I think we, funny. Got, we got second one the, time. But oh, you got always, second one time. We've yeah. always done Damn it, real man. well. Yeah, that, what are you, you know? doing? What's wrong with the you? The Larry Minyard Invitational. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, don't, don't be talking don't do like that. that. They'll be kicking me out of it next year. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it was it was good. It was a struggle, but uh, we finally pulled it off. Had a had the biggest flounder, which was only four pounds, but, you know, I mean, it was a struggle yeah. to get that. Yeah, and, uh, sure. That's and, a good fish, yeah, man. I mean, now, right now. Yeah. yeah, it was a good fish, yeah. and uh, that uh, one us, put us over the top there, you know. So, uh, That's had, nice. a, had a had a bite of trout on top water, caught some, you know, 19, 19 half-inch fish. On, Those are good ones. Yeah, you know, yeah. good enough to yeah. get second in the trout and put us, you know. Yep. I try for the triple, you know. Right. That's what I'm after right. know, when we do it. And, and you uh, found a slot, Red? Uh, yeah, Larson. I mean, we only redfished honestly for ten minutes, and he caught a five and a half pounder. And then we, you know, we'd had a um, um, 
14 and a half inch flounder and a right. 16 inch trout. And I said, hey, let's, upgrade. We, if we're going to do that, we need to upgrade. So yeah. we didn't even redfish really. Right. Was, some good redfish caught, that's for sure. But a five and a half pounder and, you know, with the other fish we had put us. Uh, Did you catch anything on artificial besides the topwater plugs? Uh, no, uh, let me think. Let me think. No, not really. And okay. I, I throw artificial all the time. Right. And, uh, um, basically caught the, the flounder on a finger mullet okay. you know, at the jetties and yep. that, and, um, but, uh, top water had a good top water bite, you know, just a lot of small fish. Yeah, that's great. Had a 19 half inch. And, yeah. And it really was mid afternoon top water bite after the wind had already come up, you know, I mean, right. I'm sure it would have been a lot better early in the morning, but right. we were trying to get a fly fish for two hours to catch uh the first fish we caught was a snook you know <laughs> what yeah. the what yeah, yeah. catching a lot of those <laughs> what it's it's it, it is the strangest thing because you know the it, you know just talk talking to other charter captains and and being on a thread kind of with captain leon and captain chip and, and those guys they sent me as many pictures of snook now as they do legal reds yeah, right. i hooked two off my dock yesterday and one i couldn't handle you know really yeah just going out just throwing a lure and uh it's incredible i've caught probably you know six or eight this year on charters and all mostly small biggest one 26 inches but uh you know and i know several guys friends of mine uh one buddy's caught a 31 inch and a 29 inch wow float fishing for trout yeah cap mandy and uh that's pretty strong they had five one day in the same place on float uh, rigs. Unreal. Yeah, and, and the biggest one was 29 that day and went back uh, a week or so later and caught a first cast, first drift, caught a 31-inch snook. snook. That's yeah. a nice one there. That's a nice one. That's a nice and one. And Leon, you, I've seen the pictures. I mean, yep. he caught some really good ones. Yeah. You know? That's amazing for around here, you know? Yeah. It really is. Uh, well, we haven't had any winters. No, we haven't. Yeah, you know? hadn't had a real bad cold snap like we in did about six three or years. seven years. Yeah. 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 Gosh, yeah. I think it's even been longer than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has been yeah. longer than that. You know, I mean, because if you... They floated in front of my house one time that was just... Dumbfounding. That, mean, was, that, 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 yeah, that was that was over 10 years ago. We're, we're getting long? old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, my memory. Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> it, and, and I remember because it was January and it didn't get above 40 yeah. for about five or six days. That, and it got in the low 20s at nighttime. As a matter of fact, there, if I remember right, there was ice in the on, ICW. On the Inland Coast, yeah. there was ice. ice. There sure was. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, iced over. Yeah, it was brutal. You yeah. couldn't walk out on the dock. I'd walk out on the dock to look at the fish, all the fish dead, and it would just cut make you through sick. you like yeah. it make yeah. you sick. You mean you couldn't get wind. that pool net down there yeah, far enough? Oh, man, no. <laughs> they 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 were looking pretty rough by the time yeah. they got down to my house. <laughs> the birds were digging it. But honestly, um, for about two weeks, you couldn't go out on your dock. I mean, it was you know the, they all rotted up. Yeah, and got smell up was in the terrible. Rocks and on the bank because oh, you don't have terrible. a lot of current. Yeah, where 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 right. you're at? Right you know? where I'm at. Right. The two currents meet. That's right. why there were so many fish there. Right. At high tide, the first day I saw it, I looked out and it looked like foam. You know, like yeah. big boats go by and you yeah. get the foam, and there was just foam everywhere. And I said, "Man, that's not foam. What is that?" I walked out there, honestly, where the two tides meet from the south and the north, right there within a stretch of my home. There, you know, within a half a mile, it changes according to the wind or whatever right. there was at least a thousand fish there. golly it wow. was amazing 
Well, they've come back. Some big ones. Yeah, yeah. they've 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 come back. Yeah, uh, I know. You know, and and they it, they're they're flourishing right now. I mean, I I um I caught a couple on float rigs last mm-hmm. year uh, during September um, when I was uh, high tide fishing. You know, against the grass and stuff like that. Yep. So yeah, I mean, it's it's not a it's not uncommon anymore. And, and I think no. that there's a lot of guys going out right now that can actually target them. Yeah. You, I, know? you know, if somebody called me and said, uh, can you put me on a snook? I, I would tell them, yeah, if you fish with me for at least six hours and we just go target them, I think you can catch some snook. I right. can put you on some snook. I mean, can you imagine saying that? No, I can't yeah. imagine saying that. Yeah, can, can we catch a redfish? Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. You know? yeah, that can, <laughs> Good point. Yeah. A redfish? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Snook, they're everywhere. Hell yeah, we go catch snook. Bring a bottle of tequila, maybe we catch a buzz. <laughs> yeah. but I don't know about reds. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll get into that. But Captain Kirk, let's do a, a weather and a tides. The weather is always yep. brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Uh, I know that you were in there this week like six times with, with Lagerman. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so I, won't, yeah, you know, I just, we'll, won't, won't go there. Feeding at the trough. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> uh, he's bad when it's only like, what, two blocks from your house? Oh, it's terrible, you know. When they get the right wind, it just blows oh, right exactly. into the, blows right into the yard. You know, yeah. you're like, well, chum, no, we're eating it yeah. tonight. The chum line. The chum line. It's like a chum line. <laughs> just follow it all the way up. To, to, to the the, come on, honey, get in the truck. Let's go. It's it's kind of like walking when you get out of your truck, you go into a Publix, yeah. and that chicken hits you. Oh, man. You're like, oh, my God. That smells so Rotisserie, good. Rotisserie, yeah. Uh, anyway, today, Southwest winds uh, finally. Oh. Finally, wow! Uh, ten to fifteen, and then tonight south ten to fifteen, diminishing to five to ten. Tomorrow looks absolutely beautiful. Thank goodness. Uh, southeast winds ten knots. He's two to three uh, for Memorial Day, your holiday. Southeast winds ten knots. He's two feet, and then Tuesday. Actually, it says Monday, Tuesday, and and Wednesday. It's going to be pretty. It's going to be beautiful. East winds around ten knots. Uh, Monday, Tuesday is two feet. Wednesday's two to three feet. Mm. So. It's been it's it's been really weird. I know you guys. It's it's every other week. It's been yeah. blowing. It's every other and week. Blowing and blowing. It's crazy, Kurt. It, I mean, it blew out of the southeast this week like crazy. Yeah, and uh, I, I didn't ever. I never yeah. saw southeast. I saw south. South, southeast. Yeah. I mean, south. You know, southeast, south. I mean, it was just blowing. Very, yeah, very hard too. Howling. Yeah. I mean, howling. Uh, you know, hey, from daylight on. Also, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you wake up in the morning and, and it's, it's it's still. Dark outside, and you're watching your palm trees move. You're like, yep. damn, that ain't good. All right, uh, Tides. Tides brought to you by Andy Subs, the finest sub shot there in Jacksonville. Just beware of the owner. He's kind of weird sometimes. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know what about those posts, Ed, but I'll just leave uh, it at that. No. That's good. Uh, high tide at 729 a.m. this morning and a low tide at 140 or 136. So good, good morning to get out and catch the fallen tide. The one good thing about coming out early in the morning today would be that the water's going to be cleaner. The water was pretty dirty yesterday. And when it started to fall a good lick because of all the wind we've had the last two or three yeah. days, the river was filthy. It looked like a milkshake. Yeah, you know? I um, I actually uh, I, I fished the beach on Sunday because I had to, you know. Tried to cancel all my guys. They got to the dock and they're like, can't wait to go do something. I'm like, yeah, okay, come on, let's go do something. Mm-hmm. You know, there was, there, was, there was bait right in the north cut. Wow. You know, I mean, yeah. literally throw the net one time and float Thank it and, and then just kind of go downwind to the captain's house. And um, I did catch a kingfish on the beach. Good wow. for you. Yep. Awesome. Nice. Yep. Yep. A good about size one? Or? No, no, about a 12, 14-pounder. Perfect for what they wanted. Smoker. Yep. You know, and I think we missed a couple others, caught some sharks. Um, but my point was is that the, the water was beautiful. Mm. 
even with all even this, I, with I, I the was dredging and, and, and not only that, it was an outgoing tide. Yeah. You know, I thought, oh God, you know what I mean? Yeah. And when I started looking at it, you guys know you get that kind of warm, fuzzy feeling, you know, and you, <laughs> yeah. you know, you you get into that that, that thirty nine, forty one feet, you start marking bait, and water's pretty, you know. I'm like, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen. And um, um it, but the the um. All of my bites came from 45 to 48 feet. Mm. They were out there deeper than Normal. what I would consider. You know, Normal. I mean, right. I'm, 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 a, I'm a 35 to 41 guy, but they were out there. They were out in their deeper water. So it was. Did you, that, did you clean fun. it? Yeah. Was it female? Have uh, eggs? It, it was. It, it was a female. It's funny because I caught four, five, six this now week. Now that you say that, uh, and, yeah. and they all they were egg bearers. Okay. You know. Yeah. Everything I've caught lately have been egg bearers. So well, maybe they're starting to move a little bit. That's I, good. I, yeah, that's that, that, that's good. Pogi showed up for us finally a couple of days ago, and of course they were hard to get to. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, because of the <sighs> the, the ocean. Yeah. He took Doctor Boggs and his beautiful wife Sarah out on Sunday, and that lasted for about oh maybe an hour. Ugh. You know. Yeah. Between the wind and then the squall line started coming. That was a weird day last Sunday. Yep. I mean, yeah, Sunday was a weird day. It was yeah. weird. Yes. Yeah. It, it was almost like winter. Right. All right, before we take a break, let's go talk to Mark this morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful morning. Getting ready to go gas up the boat and ice it down and try to do a little fishing tomorrow, I guess. Well, be careful of that gassing up. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah, you yeah. got that right. You no got kidding. that right. We went, hey, uh, can I borrow a couple know, hundred yeah, bucks? Yeah. Yeah, running to the ledge out of here from up here at St. Simon's where I fish is no... Is no joke. We burned up eleven hundred dollars worth of fuel Wednesday week oh, yeah. ago, and we only we, we only burned two hundred gallons. I wow. know that's terrible. I mean, yep. it's crazy, crazy. Between uh, the marina and the meat market over here at the Wind Dixie, where I go, I told my meat market manager, I said, "You ought to have a, a loan officer out here so people get a loan <laughs> to go buy a steak." <laughs> that is yeah, no, that ain't right, is yeah. it? Something wrong with that. <laughs> Last uh, last Saturday morning, I got up to Doughboy Sound. I heard you mention sharks a minute ago. Yeah, and uh, I I put baits out up there, and uh, you know, that's the mouth of the Ottawa River. Caught a yeah, eighteen, nineteen pound king just right off the bat. Bam, nice. And then wow. my uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a good drop up there, and the water temperature is just right. Tons of bait up there too, but. Uh, my motor immediately starts acting up, so my my mechanic gets his fourth swing at what kind of gremlin I've got in my motor. Oh, I had to go put not, the hook not, out. Not the gremlin, bro. We've yep. all, we've all had those. I could bog, so I bogged over, to the anchor out. You know, I can see Sapo Island and Egg Island and all that from there. I'm um, not that far offshore. Right. So I decided I'm going to do a little light chumming. Uh, that didn't work out too good within... Within 10 minutes, I had a half a dozen very large sandbar sharks just moved in on me like I was a condo or something. Yep. Yeah. And this big, this big dude tiger shark, probably 10, 11 foot long, decided he'd do the same thing. Wow. And uh, I fed those sharks nine cobia. Oh, Lord. Before, that was before nice Before my hard-headedness finally gave in and said, you know, I'm just not going to feed them anymore. No, no, they'll, they'll eat every single one, bud. How deep of water were you in? Uh, right there, it's about 40, 42 feet, I guess. Really? That tiger shark came in that close? That's, that's... Uh, they hang in uh, Doughboy Sound pretty good. That's a big sound if you've never been up there to fish it. I mean, it's really big. And uh, you're not too far off from getting into really deep water. Right. I, um, I had a I had a gaff shot at one cobia, maybe 25-pound class. And you know how cobia are. He went nuts, jumped the gaff, 
uh, I figured the sharks were fooled by them, but that 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 frenzy just like jerking a cotton ball in front of a cat, I guess. That tiger came in there and literally hit my boat, got me wet, and <laughs> tore Toby to shreds about five feet in front of my nose. Uh, I yeah. know, buddy. It's been sharks. I mean, yeah, been you, bad. you you listen to the show enough, Mark, to know that yeah. we we've we've been bringing this up for over a year now. You know, and it's not. It's not a coincidence anymore. It's it's uh if you can it's get, normal. It's normal. Yes. Well, well, vicious. Stop 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 and think about this. Now I've been Kobe fishing for close to fifty years. You know, I'm old I've never had a Kobe eat my shark until last year. And stop and think about that number. Saturday morning I had nine eaten in one morning. No, and it's just it, a couple it, of hours. And and listen, the the three of us right here we've been Kobe fishing a long time time yeah and I mean, and, and, and it, it, it was it, it was up, it was up till two years ago i had never lost a cobia to a shark mm-hmm. you know so you and, got, and and now exactly you, what i'm saying yeah yeah it's it's um so it's why good. why do you think that is i don't know because they they've the controls on the shark i mean it's a it's a lot of things one thing they closed down the commercial fishery on them almost completely i mean the the commercial take of sharks now has been demonized to the point that we'll probably never ever have another commercial. No, you won't. Shark. No, no. And they they have just they're they're everywhere. We're like almost like red snapper on our reefs. We're just infested with. Them. Well, I tell you, Mark. Uh, there's more in the inland waterway. That's where I do all my fishing. There's more than I've ever seen. I mean, and there's another uh, uh, another thing that ties in with that too. I have a lot of my young charter captains, which are really still a little bit wet behind the ears. Talking about trout and redfish regulations, I keep telling him, I say, son, I know where your redfish and your trout are going. I say, you see all these sharks that are tearing this up off the beach? They got fins, buddy. They're eating. They'll eat anything. They're yeah, eating yeah. trout. Yeah, they will. Fed. They'll eat a redfish in a second, in, buddy. In a second. Mark, we got to run, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day, buddy. All boy. right, buddy. You too. 641-1010. Give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Captain Larry Minyard, <laughs> the godfather, Captain Kirk Wallace. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Be right back. Hey, another huge thanks to our buddy Danny at Tower Outlet. Uh, helped me out last week for Danny Smith. He's 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 fantastic, man. I, I was just having a problem that I, I was having the gremlins with, with in my truck with my brakes. Uh oh. You know, which is not good pulling oh, yeah. a boat. Yeah, and, you didn't want and, that. Uh, and, I, and and you know, I, I've had recalls and it was still doing it. And and he literally figured it out and, and it was cool. I went over to Claude Dolan and they were like, "Yep, it, you know, ABS pump, whatever it was," but. Uh, they, that's that's the cool thing about Tire Outlet. It's not just tires. Yeah. Yeah. They'll 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 do everything at Tire Outlet except for transmissions. Thirteen locations, by the way. Too. Yeah, you got that right. So um, we were we were talking earlier uh, about the sharks, and you know I just I, what 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 Mark just said kind of hit me. Mm. You know, um, with with how prevalent they are, and 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 Kirk, you know the problems that we have at the jetties. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of times now when we, just what we talked about, you, you got to leave, yeah, because they're, gonna, they're going to eat everything. Well, and, you know, the thing that really amazed me through the fall and into the winter, the black tips and the bull sharks, a lot of them stayed around yeah, in the left. coldest water yeah. Yeah. that I've ever seen, right? And where, where you would be in the rocks catching sheephead. I'm talking six, seven foot of water with your boat pinned up against the rocks, and they were coming up to us in. And picking the sheephead off the line, 
right next to the boat in very shallow water. Right. Mm. And I mean, you talk about a, a, a fish that's kind of brutal to bite. It's like they didn't care. No. Uh, you know, they, you know. Uh, Larry, you were telling us a story. Yeah. Just, uh, just a couple weeks ago, um, behind Pine Island, sitting there staked out and trying to catch a redfish. And all of a sudden, I see a fin, pretty good sized fin of a shark right up in the oysters, you know, <laughs> where they shouldn't be. Right. And man, it just charged in there, and I saw fish scattering. And the next thing I know, this shark has got um, a 23, 24-inch redfish in his mouth. He went right up on the oysters and got him and ate him right there in front Great of us. Great day. Yeah, never seen that ever before. And, uh, you know, mostly in the, uh, the waterway, you're catching um, bonnet heads, yep. little hammerhead, stuff like that, which we still are. But, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I caught a bull shark the other day, a little bitty bull shark. I, and, uh, I, I've caught numerous bull sharks. Yeah, and uh, just sharks that you usually don't see right. in the waterway. And uh, Captain Charlie Parker told me he saw a six- or seven-footer and two foot of water up on a mud flat. He said he'd never seen anything like it, just cruising around. There are a lot of sharks in the waterway right yeah. now. Well, they, you and know, everywhere, obviously. Um, I guess it was not, not last summer, the summer before. And, um, Captain Scott Shank was coming underneath the bridge of lions and the, and the guy was hooked up and he thought he had a tarpon on. Mm. And so Scott helping him out, you know, it, just whatever he could do. We wanted to get some pictures. Guy pulls it up. It's an eight foot tiger shark. Wow. At the bridge of lions. Really? Yeah. That is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Eight-foot tiger shark. Man, we used to never see tiger no. sharks come, come we, inside a 50-foot of water. We never saw yeah. tiger sharks hardly at all. They wouldn't come into the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Maybe O-Search needs to get here quick. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, start tagging some yeah, of these animals. I, I, I don't know. You know, and, 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 you know, we were talking off the air. Is it cyclical? Is it something that, you know, I I – I, I hear people talk about the, the commercial fishing, and I just don't think that – I personally don't think that, that commercial fishing for sharks had anything to do with – Took that many de- – Yeah, know. took that many sharks. And, and then when you, you, you start really narrowing it down to what mm-hmm. we're seeing, you know, we've always had black tips. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, fishing behind trip boats or whatever, we've always had a, 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 a huge number of black tips. Um, but even with that being said, I just don't remember ever losing fish to them. Yeah, you, you, you know what I mean. And then the, I, I mean, I I can remember, and this was like that long ago, the first time I ever saw a tiger shark. Mm-hmm. You know, probably fifteen years ago, I was going, "Oh my god, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen." You know, beautiful. never beautiful. Yeah, you know. And now you see them like all the time. <laughs> you know, it's like it's 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 regular. You know, it's it's not uncommon to go out there and see a giant tiger shark. Um, but well, the sandbar sharks are the ones yeah. that interest me the most because they are the most aggressive. You know, the, the bulls are aggressive offshore. Don't get me wrong. But those sandbar sharks, holy crap, man. And, uh, and uh, we've talked about this, too. They've become in tune to our motors. You know, you'll, you'll stop on a piece of live bottom that we always like to fish or, you know, some type of a reef. And, and you'll look down. Here and, they come. And, and here they come. Yeah. And they're just waiting on you to hook a fish. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, you know, spent 40 years out there fishing and it just seems, even though we say it's cyclical in our lifetime, right? it just doesn't seem like it's, it's normal behavior to see these animals doing what they're doing. Some of the stuff they're doing. I agree. I mean, it just seeing them going up in shallow water, seeing them taking sheephead off the rocks and 
November and freaking December. Yeah, you know, yeah. where the water's down in the let, let me let, let me the ask sixties. Let me ask you, know? you this because these are a lot of places that we fish. People dive. Yeah, would you dive? <laughs> no. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't. Let's put it this way. <laughs> After 15 years asking, of diving. Went, there's no way in hell I'm, I'm getting in the water I, I after seeing what I just saw. Absolutely. You know? I wouldn't dive in limited visibility. You know, I wouldn't dive in, in an area where the water was murky or there was a there's a remote possibility that you couldn't, you couldn't see very far. Right. You know, I can say that in 15 years of diving and all the hours I logged from the tip of the Keys all the way to the outer banks of North Carolina up to, to Kitty Hawk. I never saw an aggressive shark. Right. Never saw one get aggressive with me. Right. You know, we would see big um, goliaths. You know, you speak big goliaths. You see big um, nurse sharks, right. giant nurse sharks. Right. See lots of kudas. Never had a shark get aggressive. And we shot some fish. And I know there's a lot of divers off of Jacksonville that that shoot fish. Jesse yeah. Gregory and yeah. some of the boys that that have done it for a long time, longer than me. But I never saw one get you know, pissy with me about mm. a fish. Now, I know some of the other guys have that, that shot a lot more than I did. Right. But in today's world, I don't know. I just, you know, when I see that, I'm like, God, dog, that's, those things are getting kind of snarly. Yeah. You know, when I, you see, I, when you see a sandbar shark and you're, you're hooked up to a 15 pound kingfish and you're going, all right, you know, great. The line gets bent. It's rip and drag. You know, you got it halfway to the boat and you and all of a sudden you see the, see the, the torpedo. Yep. And and they yeah. hit it, Larry and Kevin, like a kingfish would they, hit a troll Spanish sardine. They, they do. They just kill it. Yep. Yeah. And you're going, God, I didn't know they could swim that fast. I know. That's the thing, Larry. Yeah. And you they know, just, you, and you, they just you destroy just, it. And then when yeah. one hits it, there's always another oh, one. Yeah. And it's game over. And and, and and there goes all your tackle. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. all your hooks, all your fluorocarbon, everything. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. They're going to smoke it. Yeah. And then they go down. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you lock the drag down. You go, and, and people are going, "What's that?" Yeah. And I'm going, "Well, either hook the plug on the bottom, right, <laughs> or you've got that sandbar shark, you know, and you know that's what it is. And then if you're very, very lucky, once in a while you'll get a good pull, and you'll pull up a head. Yeah, you know, you yeah, get like a head right behind the gills, and it's you know, blood's going everywhere, and they're going, "Wow, that's cool," you yeah. know, and they're going, "Well, that's your dinner," and they ate it. Yeah, you know? and, and then and then you take on top of that, there's the the, the Goliath groupers. On on the wrecks and mm. and and, and the, the, some of our live bottom stuff are, are it's yeah there's it, a lot of them out there now a lot there's more a lot of them be. out there man are they going to uh, open that season they talked about maybe allowing somebody but yeah. they're not going to let you keep the big ones they're going to let you keep the juveniles I got you yeah so that's it's, what I hear yeah it's 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 like twenty five to thirty five inches oh wow slot limit yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So, so it's not going to make any difference on yeah. on on. So, and and most of those fish that they're talking about, those guys troll for them, mm-hmm. you know, in the keys. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, again, I can't remember the price of the tank. It's like one hundred fifty bucks for yeah. one. You know, yeah, I mean, so fish. you know, do I want to keep a twenty five inch grouper for one hundred fifty bucks? Really? I think I'd go to the fish market. Yeah, come out better. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. You know, I, I tell you what, though. Yeah. I mean, we went to Southwest Coast of Florida mm-hmm. uh, and fished like we did. Yeah. a couple of weeks ago with my son. You know, Kyle lives down in, in in Naples now, and so we go over there and we book a charter. And I tell you what, catching those little you know three to six pound glass, mm-hmm. man, that is a blast. Really, you talk about a mean little fish. I mean, they are mean. Yeah, 
and you hook them with the, the you know the medium light the light tackle that we're using right spinning tackle and you're flipping live pilchards up under the docks yeah. and stuff like that and you can't see them because they're so dark right so they hide back in the shadows and buddy when they eat something it's cool it is cool and it's fun i mean it's like everything you can do to haul their butts out from one of those mangroves but when you pull one out you know and you're looking at it the colors on They're them and everything. Beautiful. They yeah. are beautiful, Larry. Uh, yeah, they really I, are. I, I caught one um, about 15 pounds underneath the 312 bridge and uh, was actually filming mm. got, and, uh, for, for one of my TV that shows. I remember that, too. And it was the most beautiful fish, man. They they were – that was that was so cool. Well, and a lot of people don't realize some of those fish that you hang in that structure, you know, whether it's a dock on the St. John's River – or the 312 yeah. or 207 oh, yeah. bridge or or the, the dames point when you hang those fish and you can't turn them yeah yeah that's what you got that's, that's what, what you got, got buddy yeah, yeah. Nine I times had, out of ten i had one i had one either like either trout off the top of the water at the 312 bridge yeah and he was all day 100 all yeah, day and when he ate that trout, i was like whoa <laughs> that was cool yeah. i mean i remember it was last summer i was at the special spot which everybody knows now yeah. is is bunny's web right and so we were down there trolling for kings. I had uh, one of my favorite customers, Eric Montgomery, who's been fishing with me for years. We call him Wahoo Eric because he caught that 70-pound yep. Wahoo. And we were down there slow trolling, and he hooks a king. It's about 15 pounds. And we get it up to the boat, and I'm getting ready to gaff, and I'm looking down. I got one hand on the line. You know how you mm-hmm. kind of lead those small ones with your left hand, and you got yep. the small gaff, and you're yep. just going to hit them right behind the head? And here it comes. I just see it coming up, and I'm going, what is that? Oh, yeah. And Eric's going, what is that? And I go, I don't know. It's like a dark shape. And all of a sudden, you see the mouth open. I'm like, oh, my God. And just like a bass sucking in a minnow, sucks in a 15-pound king, gone, gone right down the toilet, man. But it was cool watching it. Yeah, Yeah, it is cool watching it. There where we cleaned the fish there at Aunt Kate's, you know, throw them over, get tarpon all in there, and every once in a while, you'll get about a 100, 150-pound Glad to come in there and just eating all the. Oh, stuff, that's you know? awesome! And yeah, just that's cool. Every, about every other year, you see one come in there and just eat everything. You know, nice. Yeah. All right, let's take it. Let's take a quick break. Six four one ten ten. Give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Checking that out? Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, is. Uh, that. What's that? This is. It's called Turkey Talking. Ah. This is uh, one of the Bone Collector ah, songs, okay. the latest oh. one that they released. Yeah. Turkey Talking. That's good. So I was just sitting here looking at uh, CoastalEquipmentSystems.com, and boy, there's a lot of big boy toys on there. Kubota tractor, side by sides. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be nice. Just let us have one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I, man, it's been uh, six weeks since I had the tractor time. Mm. Been trying to fish. But anyway, if you want to check out the deals, go to coastalequipmentsystems.com. It's just, um, has, (laughs) again, I had a a great conversation with with my parents, had dinner with with mom and daddy last night. And, And I was, you know, my dad's over 80 years old. He lived here his whole life. And uh, as a matter of fact, he's getting ready to complete his third book. And I was just asking him, Dad, I mean, you know, you sit on this porch every day, you know, in the springtime. I said, have you ever remember it being like this? I mean, just wind blowing every flipping day. I mean, you get up early in the morning, you know, it, it usually, 
Yeah. You know, usually you could get that. that yeah. 10 o'clock. Yeah, 10, 10 o'clock, you know, and, and, and you get a southeast sea breeze. And, I mean, we just haven't had that pattern. Uh, you know, last year, and I and I, 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 I talked about this last year, and I'll never forget, I did more inshore trips in June last year than I've probably ever done since I was a full-time inshore guide. You know, I mean, because it yeah. was just so damn rough offshore. Nor- Northeasters. Yeah, Northeasters. All through the whole summer, which we never had no, before. No, yeah. no. You know, we just, we, we we never had that pattern. And, 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 and now it's like one week on and one week off. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this week was, I mean, I. I canceled every day, but but Sunday and Thursday. Yeah, you know? it was tough. I mean, I, I had my buddy come down from South Carolina that I've known since I was twelve, Steve Varn, and he always fishes with me every year a couple times. And he came down, and and on Monday we, we had planned to go offshore, which that wasn't going to happen. Right, you know, it was just blowing like you know what. Yeah, um, we were able to get bait, which was kind of cool. So we ran out and got pogies, and then we had to duck back up in the river and we fished, and we had a good time, caught some nice reds, mm-hmm. and had a good day, and then. Tuesday, fortunately, the wind kind of turned. It quartered a little bit and got a little bit of west to it. And we were able to get bait. And I ran all the way, shoot, to my house at 16th where I turned. And then I turned east. And, I, you know, I laid it mm-hmm. in the trough at around 58 degrees. That way we could get out to the Pablo Grounds and caught some fish out there. But, I mean, it's been tough just yeah. trying to get out because of the wind. I mean, it, this week was just, you know, it was – Last couple of days have been a blowout. You just can't do it. I yeah. couldn't get offshore yesterday or the day before. Yesterday was just brutal. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. I yeah. mean, we went out there and got bait, and I looked at Charlie Coring, who had fished with me for years and retired New Jersey police officer, and I said, "Well, we're going back up the river." And he's, I know he's going. Well, thank God, you know, because yeah. <laughs> it was freaking, it was sporty out there. I, I, I it, like I told you guys, did a trip on Sunday, and I haven't fished a weekend in a long yeah. time. Um, Special guest, you know, um, from from Mr. Mark Helmnick at Claude Nolan. So I said, yeah, I'll do it on Sunday. And I launched it because I was going to pick him up at 730 at Comanche Cove. And, and I launched it like 10 till 7. Mm-hmm. And there was more boats putting their boats on the trailer. Back yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going, okay, going right They're coming like you, man. Oh, boy, I don't like our chances. You know, And not only that, they all had slickers on. They mm. were soaking wet. You know, yeah. now a lot of those guys were trying to make it to the break. Oh, they wanted dolphin. dolphin fish bad. Yeah, they were Mayport good. was yeah. a zoo Sunday morning. I, I a zoo. Believe it, man. It was packed. I mean, people. You know, and folks. You know, I'm not trying to be an old cudgmudgeon or whatever, but when you pull up to the boat you ramp, a what? You know, cudgmudgeon. Cudgmudgeon. That's you know, a new one. That on is. Me. Yeah. yeah I mean, I've heard curmudgeon. Yeah. Whatever. But, but I'm, a, a I'm just. I'm just saying. You don't need to pull up to the boat ramp. And zip around in there like you're at the, uh, you know, the Daytona International Speedway. Get off you know? my lawn. There are young kids walking around. There were their parents on Sunday last week. And these guys, they were all dead set on going out dolphin fishing. Yep. God bless them. I, and I hope they have fun doing it. <laughs> but, you know. I, I, that's, yeah. It just, <laughs> I, I watched a lot of folks just act kind of wild and crazy at the boat ramp on Sunday, and it's just not or, necessary. Or trying to I'm get sorry, in the water. And, and I'm not trying to be, because I don't, I don't fish weekends anymore because that's of this. That's what it is, man. I, I don't, seriously. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, I get in line and. Wait like everybody else. Wait like everybody else. Well, people are still like. Put rods on the boats. And, yeah, you know what I mean. They're blocking they're, the ramp. Blocking the ramp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I, I see it I, all the time. I'm like, I'm, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to be 
Captain Kirk here. Crunch mudgeon. Yeah, but I'm mudgeon. like, hey, you know, I mean, I, you know, what are we doing here? Stick in the mud. Yeah, and 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 they're like, hey, calm down. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll calm down. Yeah, man, you know, I, I see it all the time at single boat ramps too. It's yeah. not like there's three or four places to put in. Right, they pull up and then they get out. Yeah, and start getting the stuff out of their truck. They got the whole ramp locked. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just thought about it last Sunday. I was watching, and, and I thought, golly, you know, guys, number one, have a little patience, you know. Number two, when you when you back your boat in, turn your lights off. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I know. hate that. I, it does. then you can't see the, the spot can't. next to them to back your trailer we, we in. We have had that as a ring power tip like 10 times you're, because, because it you're, drives you're us crazy. You're blinding the people. Just yeah. reach over, grab the switch, turn yep. it to the left. It cuts your lights off. That way the people that are backing in can see the boat the ramp. Yeah. yeah, see the back end of their their boat. All right. <laughs> you know, Kirk, I, yeah. I just just want to say I think all these things are legitimate. I don't think you're a crudge mudgeon at all. <laughs> at all. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Coming from you, that means a lot. <laughs> Let's go talk to Chris this morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. Kirk, you're one of the nicest fellas I know. Thank You're you, not Chris. a curmudgeon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Folks, this is my buddy Chris Stevenson. He's a good guy. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> the flip-flop uh, thief. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we we was out there yes, uh, last Sunday, Kevin. We went, left the dock at uh, 4.15, going to the break. Yeah. Um, we fished that Bernardino Blue Water Tournament. Uh, um, did you really? Oh, did man. you really go? Uh yeah, we went. Oh, we went. We re- we ran for three hours in the dark, <sighs> and uh, it was brutal. Just just like you described, it was it was three foot six seven six foot seconds apart. It was uh, it was a tough it was a tough go. You know, it was weird, Chris. Is it started out? I got to the boat ramp at six, and the and the boat ramp was packed, and people were running around going crazy with their lights on. With their lights on. Yeah, just just you know just. Anyway, it was pretty calm. I couldn't believe it. And it was like the sun came up. As soon as the sun came up and crested the horizon, mm. mm-hmm. it was like somebody hit a switch the yep. and the wind went zero to 15 knots. Yep, it and did. I was like, holy smoke. And then those squall lines started coming down the beach. Mm-hmm. And I had Dr. We Boggs and we his wife. We didn't see the squall lines. Oh, we got soaked. Well, you wow. couldn't see well, anything we got, anyway. We got soaked, but it yeah. wasn't it wasn't fresh water. It was well, salt water. Well, we did too. I mean, we went to get bait. I, I told Doctor Boggs, I said, "We'll just go over and get bait and wait it out. Maybe this is just a fluke and it'll it'll die." Because oh, yeah. the, the forecast was what five to ten. Yes, it was five to ten out of the southeast. Yes, it was. And everybody was going was, offshore. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's where I was going. When it was we, like uh, it ain't happening. Yeah, when when the flags are stiff at the ramp, you're like, oh god. <laughs> you know, it was weird, you, you dude. Know, Go ahead. You know the thirty the thirty mile mark is usually the telltale of what what you know what is the, what the day is going to be. That's what Russ always used to tell me. You know, thirty miles will tell us how it's going to be. Yeah. At thirty miles, it got worse. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Did you catch any fish? We uh, we had um, uh, two wahoo right off the bat. Mm. Right off the bat, we had two wahoo. We had three mahi to twenty twenty one pounds. Had a gaggle of saber tooth ledge trout Ooh. and one reef donkey. Oh boy, goodness! But we didn't have a lot of fish, but we had just enough fish to get second place. There you go. That's you good. Go. Yeah, it go. was awesome. I, Needed a back brace for that, two days. And yeah, some that's Advil, right. But yeah. you're okay. 
Yep, a back brace and a, and a, a dentist appointment with Dr. Gully, and we were, we're all good. Hey, <laughs> it's hateful I, when you got to wear a mouthpiece. I got, going, a, sure. I got a radio call, I guess it was 9 o'clock that morning, and it was Chris Rooney, and he goes, he said, well, how bad is it over on the beach? And I said, well, Chris, I said, it's pretty skunky. Mm-hmm. I said, it's two to fours, it's tight, wind's blowing 12 to 15 knots, I said, it's not pretty. And he said, well, we're jigging bait over here at MR. They were over at Maxie's Barge jigging bait. And I was like, well, you know, and, and Tim, my buddy Tim Carney was on the boat. And they said, well, we're still thinking about going. I said, well, God bless you. Good luck. You know, y'all <laughs> yeah, be Yeah, they were still going to go further offshore? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Deep so people. they went out. Oh, They went out. I'm sitting at the house, and I am, I am sleeping, and I hear the phone buzz at 1030 that night. It was Tim Carney. They just got back in. Wow. So they Holy left. The, yeah, they left the dock at I don't know four thirty-five last Sunday morning, and they got in at ten thirty. No, thank you. Sunday night. The last wow. time, I, the last time I fished with Chris Stevens, he picked me up at three thirty at the Mayport ramp and dropped me off at eight thirty. And I said, "I'll be damned if I'm ever going fishing with you." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that was that was it. And I haven't. I've have not fished with him since then. Yeah. But hey, but Kevin, we did we did wear the wobble out that day. Well, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did catch fish. We I mean, caught them from daylight to dark. Yeah, we, we he did. He has PTSD about this fishing trip, though. I can see <laughs> yeah. it in his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, he, yeah he, I've scarred him for life. Yeah, there's yep. no doubt. No for, doubt, for, for two days later, I'm like, I ain't never going fishing again. <laughs> I quit. Chris, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Selling my tennis I'll shoes. See, I'll, I'll see you in a little while. See you, Chris. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Yep. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Captain Larry Minyard, Captain Kirk Waltz. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. So, does Larry work for Bose? I think he needs a waitress. <laughs> I mean, it. look at the burritos and stuff that he's, that he's, that he's drinking. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Are your hands clean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you get a box of food last week from Bose Southwest Grill? No. They, they, uh, they. you know, obviously it? we were... Burritos? Yeah. They, they brought them all in after you guys left. Well, that's why I didn't get a box. I, I thought that, but you came over. You came over after my first seminar, right? Yeah, I came over and shot the breeze with you for a few minutes. Yeah, there was a whole table there of burritos and stuff. There was. I awesome. didn't even see. Thank it. you to Moe's Southwest Grill. Yeah, that was. I didn't see that. That was that was that was fantastic. So and 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 by the way, um, thanks yeah. to all the guys at Fish Bites. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It they, was. They, they, it how, was. How did the a, seminars go? The seminars went great. The fir- the first one, um, I don't know. Probably had twenty people there. Nice, and, and and then the second one was slow, but the cool thing was is that with the with the second one because there wasn't so many people there, you could really kind of focus on what they wanted to to know. Yeah, nice. does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You know, hands a lot of times, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More hands on. It was a more yeah. intimate yeah. setting. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, so, it's a beautiful venue. I mean, sitting up under these those oak trees. Yeah. On that veranda in front of the shop, it's very nice. Yeah, it was. And Chris. When Harold showed up with the baseball, <laughs> that was uh, classic. Well, yes. what was classic was Harold comes in and he brings us breakfast. Yep. Thanks, Harold, by the way. That was yep. really nice of you. Coffees, you know, the Chick-fil-A, the mm-hmm. whole smorgasbord. And then he sits down in the chair yeah. and he said, and also I brought something else. Yeah. And all of a sudden that ball goes straight up in the air. He starts flipping that ball and I died laughing. And, and like, so for those who didn't hear yes. last week, yes. Give him a, a, uh, Jeff uh, decided to open up his yap 
and said <laughs> that the Home Depot was a baseball throw away mm-hmm. from fish bites. You're right. And so, and so, oh yeah, let's see. Uh, and I, and I was like, I kept looking at it and looking at it. And I was going, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then he starts laughing. He goes, I don't know yeah, either. You know. Stupid. And the Harold brought the baseball in. And Harold goes, I think that's a little further than you think it yes, is. Yes, it is. And it, how did the throws go? Okay, again? so the, the first two were very ugly. <laughs> first one was the worst. Yeah, first one was the worst. <laughs> the, it was just, it was literally a fastball in the dirt. I mean, it was like, nice. holy crap. What do you call it? A worm burner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the second one was just a little bit above that. Well, the first one went into the shrubbery, right? Into the dirt, right? Oof. And then the second one, he kind of got over there and did all these weird exercises, <laughs> and putting oh, his arms above word. his He's head, and calisthenics. Doing the yeah, like, yeah. He's warming up. He's going, all right, boys. And I actually video videotaped it and we have not posted those videos you know so um, uh, uh, yeah it, um harold, harold sent us a video also which was which was fantastic I, i'm not sure so i have to give those to yeah but, but on, on the on the third throw he 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 made it to the building the yeah charmer. the third, third yeah. throw he actually figured out the perigee and the epigee because right. he oh, knew he had to go. throw it up mm-hmm. so he had the pedigree over. to figure out the perigee and the epigee yes. that's right you know, so it exactly. Was, uh, it was. It was. It now, was, did it was he hit funny. it on the fly or did he bounce? He did. It? No, on on the third one, he hit it on the fly. Wow, yeah. way yeah. to go, Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, but the the first two were. It was pretty uh, funny. It was. It was. It was actually very funny. Yeah. So um. Well, we had a caller yeah. that called in while we were on yeah. break, uh, and he had a question. Kind of. He wanted to know, the, and we've got the expert over here. Yeah, we do. Chowing down on his own burritos now. Yeah, I was going to say. Right yeah. Have a seat, Larry. we, we got some <laughs> questions like, for you. Yeah. yeah, tell me about... <laughs> sound like a cookie monster over there. <laughs> but so, so, so he wants to know how to catch a snook. Uh-huh. He wants to know where to look for them and how do they eat. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I've never eaten one, so I don't know. I've never hey, if eaten if one. you've never eaten snook, you just don't know what you're missing. Really? I mean, good? it's... You know, it, and and the reason that I wouldn't put it in my top two here is because we don't. It's, we, it's we don't, not something that we regularly catch. Yeah, we can't target them that. But that way, I've eat, when I lived in Southwest Florida, Carrie and I lived um, in um, Fort Myers, and I fished a lot down here, and we caught a lot of keeper snook. It was a hundred percent our favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's outstanding. Now, they. they they, as in snook, were just like a lot of other fish. People never ate them because they said they taste like soap. And the reason was is because the skin does it. It has a it has yeah, a, don't a, leave the skin on it. Yeah, you. So, but once you take that big fat fillet off there, it's as good as anything you will ever eat. I, is, I, I can I can probably. It is you. funny too. I, I've noticed that that like you know, and I haven't caught a lot of snook until Kyle moved down there and, right. and go down there, and that's just about all you catch. When you grab, especially a big snook, the scales. And the skin have a funny, mm-hmm. kind of a rough feel. They do, it, yeah. And the bigger they are, the rougher they feel. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um, and but it's 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 interesting. So he was asking about how, and where do you catch them? Here's the deal: we're catching them everywhere right now. I mean, yeah. the docks, um, the damn creeks, and 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 Saint Augustine. It looks like you're. It looks like you're in. The Everglades or or Southwest Florida, the mm-hmm. mangroves are huge. Yeah, huge. You know, uh, flip popping corks underneath those live big live shrimp. Um, 
Yeah, the one thing I noticed when we fished over in Southwest Florida, both times we fished over there, they, all they use is a hook, basically a hook. Yeah, I would. They take a live bait, and they have lots of them. They'll have pilchards. They they call them white bait yeah. over there, um, greenies or thread fins. I would think our presentation is is about the same. I mean, I do use um, some type of a float. Yeah, you know, whether it be a Cajun Thunder. I know that I bought some some some, some floats. When I was at Fish Bites the other day, uh, but yeah, I mean, so so, I th- I think that presentation's about the same, you know, two watt kale hook, yeah, um, little, little tiny split shot. Larry, I got to not not interrupt Kevin. How how was that? How was that burrito? Oh man, <laughs> got it all over his shirt. <laughs> Gone, got it all over <laughs> most of it. In most his of it's in my sunglasses. I couldn't, st- couldn't stop laughing. I look up, like, save some sausage from inside your sunglasses. All side of his go. beard, he's picking eggs out of his <laughs> oh, nose man. and everything. Nose hairs. Hey. It's like, man, this outdoor show is fun. <laughs> you get me up at four thirty to cook for you. I'm eating. I'm eating this. That was funny. I got up at four thirty. Y'all better eat this stuff. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but over there it was funny you know when they they'd go get two or three hundred baits and you'd throw throw the bait twice and they go all right change it you know right. if it's not alive right they won't eat it right right now, i've never done that here I, it made me think because I, I i fish a lot of docks on the saint john's river sometimes mm-hmm. and i thought about that you know would you be better served at, like if you put a live shrimp or a live pogey on there and just well with a hook and no no weight well i tell you the big the big snook, they're very smart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, especially in places like down south where they're fished a lot. Right. Under the docks and all. And you'll see 30-pound snook down there, and you'll just put baits by them. And, I mean, they just they won't, won't, touch they it. won't even look at it, right. you know. Yeah. Up here, it seems to be a little different. They're a little more aggressive because, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a new deal up here, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, honestly, most of the fish are caught up here or, or – accidental while we're fishing for other things right you know? so and and i've talked to leon and, and and chip about this in in your neck of the woods especially mm-hmm. like in front of your dock right uh, which i i have fished all of that from a dock a lot yeah. of times right when i was growing up you always always see juvenile pogies mm-hmm. big schools of them just going up and down up and down you know one net full of those is 300 Baits, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing in Southwest yeah, Florida. It is. I mean, it, you could take those and they're they're flipping them. Um, you know, taking the, the the big uh, the scooper, yep. scooping, flipping them out, getting them in a frenzy. Well, they get those wiffle ball bats, yep. and yeah. they cut that that's top right. of I mean, it I, off I, at an angle, yep. and they just go down in there with a the net and they scoop it up. And they put them in there, and it's got little drain holes in and the bottom, throw it. and they just fling it. Well, that's what I'm saying. And I mean, why, we could do the same. We could do the same thing. Absolutely. Same thing. Pr- pretty. Pretty, but it's it's not it's not what we do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not no. something that's that's well, we're been programmed done. doing something different, right? That, that, that's I guess that's my point. We, yeah. we I don't think we're still programmed into let's go try to catch a snook. Now, by the way, um, I when, when growing up there, going down when I fished with cousin Bobby and, and yeah. Jay and oh, stuff yeah. like that. All right, I was I was always adamant about I had a five gallon bucket, and I would always have pogies mm-hmm. in that, dead, you know because. I grew up chum fishing offshore, mm-hmm. so I always thought, well, hell, why can't I chum fish? And it worked. Yeah. it. it I mean, we oh, caught yeah. reds, we caught trout, we caught all kinds of stuff doing that. You know, so, but I, but I think that if you took those baits and and chunked them around those docks and stuff like they do, I, I, I 
think you could do the same thing. I, I think you could too. Um, I think one thing that um, would hamper that up here is our currents are so much stronger. I, I agree. Yeah. Than yep. than down south. I mean, they they've got tides, foot tides, you know, and stuff like right. that. And and so you would have to pick the the right places to do that. But docks like that are not out right. of the current and and such, or um, grass points right. and things where are. You know, sunken wrecks. Right, and you know the the other place that I've done it, uh, and I've done this numerous times, it, is at the St. Augustine Rocks when those big blues are in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh man! And, and I haven't seen that in a few years. That but I used to, to every time when I came in from offshore and I had a well full of pogies, I'd go anchor up for like ten minutes, you know, in April and May, and, and chunk the rest of my pogies on on those rocks. Just watch oh them eat, my you know? gosh! Yeah, well, catch them too. Yeah. You know, so I. Uh, Travis, Gary, you're going to have to hang on because we got to take a break. We're going to have an LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Larry Vineyard. <laughs> chef. So... LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. This is always fun. Was fishing, had a multi-boat charter last week with Circle K. And was, was fishing with a guy. And, 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 and it was funny because whenever we were leaving the dock, I had a, from, from them, I had a case of Gatorade mm. on the boat. <laughs> and Peter comes over to him and he's like, hey, leave that on the dock. I'm like, we what? We don't sell that. He goes, that's my competition. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know why it was his competition. But anyway, so he was the rep for um, this drink called Body Armor. And I'm always curious, you know, what, you know what, 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 what's the deal? And So he started explaining to me um, the difference in, in this drink compared to, like, Gatorade or, or whatever. But the biggest thing was potassium. Um, and, and if you... You, you hear some of these guys, some of the stuff that they drink, whether it's the, the, the kids drink, what is that, a Pedialyte? Pedialyte. You know, Pedialyte. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's all about potassium. Mm-hmm. And so I, I asked him, I said, we, he, so he sent me some. And, and I threw it in a cooler this week, and it, it makes a big difference. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm probably, you know, I don't totally don't drink soft drinks anymore. I'm kind of a water guy. I throw a little Mio in it for, for, for some flavor or something. But... This the, there's there's two that he sent me the, the blackout berry and the orange clementine and the orange clementine it's called body armor light it has no sugar and it's it's fantastic wow fantastic it's just something it, it's it, it's it's a little more expensive but sometimes like like Captain Kirk says cheapest ain't always best cheapest ain't yeah, always right. best uh, it, it's 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 worth a try especially I mean there's there's two things. I'll, we do work out outside, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But for the guys that are like like pushing lawnmowers yeah. and stuff Roof, like that, roofers. roofers, you know what I mean. It, it, keep a keep a bottle of this in your cooler. Well, it's the it, hardest thing in the world for me. I don't know about you guys. In the summertime, when I'm working on the boat, to drink enough water, it just seems right. like I can't take enough water in. Right. So I started buying cases of a Chip Wingo turned me onto it, but it's got potassium in it. It's basically right electrolyte. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, and it's got this has got 700 milligrams of potassium in this. What is this? 12 ounces? Yeah, 12 ounce bottle, and it, 16. 
it's it's important to get that in your body because, like you said, you know when you get a little bit in age, you can cramp up. Now, even football players that play, you know, I, I don't care who, who you are, you you twenties and thirties, yeah. they're going to yeah. cramp up if you don't get enough of that in you. Mm-hmm. You know, try it. So try it. I brought you some. Yeah, and, I like and it. it. It's 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 good stuff. That's your LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. And and don't forget now, if uh, you own or operate an unbranded convenience store. They can help you with best purchasing decisions, you know, because they supply a, a whole network of unbranded C stores in North Florida, so you can become part of that and uh, get the best price on fuel, which is tough to do right now. Uh, but two five nine two three one four for LV hires. Well, yeah. So I, anyway, good stuff, and I brought you guys some this stuff. I, I love. Banana Mul- boat? Multi-boat charters. <laughs> because yeah, every, all the leftovers. <laughs> exactly. I love the leftovers. You know, I love it. In, in Circle K, they were, they, were, they were so much fun. Everybody had a great time. I don't know if you guys remember last Wednesday, the ocean was beautiful yeah, all day. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those deals where it was a noon to four. Um, but the, the, the interesting thing is, and we'll, we'll get to this, Larry, is that three of us went offshore. There was 13 boats. Ten of them stayed inshore. Had a little redfish competition, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I was, myself and Captain Scott Shank were the committee, mm-hmm. right? So they had to send us all the pictures of all the redfish. Of 10 charter captains on a perfect tide, perfect wind, how many pictures did I get? Oh, my goodness. Probably not many. Four. Four. With 10 charter captains. Yeah. On a, I, I was like, I was stunned. So, anyway, uh, let's go talk to our buddy Travis this morning. Morning, Trav. Hey, how you doing, Kev? Good. All right. Um, I just, I was so shocked when I heard Larry Minyard coming on today. As much as I've, as many years as you put up with me, 26, I think, I actually fished with Larry before you. Wow. That shows his age. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) That's telling (laughs) somebody. Hence the Godfather, right? Right. Um, So, anyway. Uh, he picked me up, I think it was called Deep Creek. It's on Route 13 going up to Jacksonville, and there used to be an old restaurant right there. Yeah. And they're yeah. building another one. Anyway, that used to be his pickup and, and left off place, wasn't it, Larry? Uh, yeah. And Deep Creek was actually the old Pine Island o- Fish Camp. Old Pine camp. Island Fish Camp. If, if, if I picked you up there, was that off of, uh, oh, what's it, old Pine, Pine, Pine Island, Island Road? Road. Yeah. yeah. Right, Route 13. No, no. You're, that, you're 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 thinking of uh, freshwater. Yeah, you're thinking of Trout Creek. Yeah, yeah, Pacetis. Trout Creek. But yeah, but I caught a redfish with Larry that day, mm. and when we went out, everything was great. But when we came back, the noceums were so thick <laughs> that you could see them. <laughs> yeah. They were going up your nose, your eyes, everything. And Larry, here's here's the salesman, Larry. Then I'll get off and you can get to Gary. But um, he said. You know, Travis, you know how to clean fish, don't you? And I said, yeah. He said, I don't want to tip today. I really don't want to tip today. I said, why is that, Larry? He said, because I'm going to give you that fish whole. And you're going to take it home and clean it. But I don't want to tip today. Do you remember it, Larry? I don't need that money today because I don't want to get eaten alive. Oh, he was adamant. It ain't ain't worth 50 bucks for me to sit here. Who said I was giving him 50 bucks? That's true, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, it was just. 
just a good thought, and I just wanted to bring it back up. So, uh, That's yeah, I love the show, and uh, I've seen the Godfather out there fishing many, many times, but uh, always, always fun. All right. Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Travis. God bless. <laughs> bye bye. That's a great memory, man. That's, a, that's that's pretty funny. That goes way back. That's that goes like, way back, bro. I don't yeah. really need a tip today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can do As that? He's doing this. Hey, yeah. you know. Hey, I don't and, need a tip. And, and, and back then we didn't get that many charters, so to exactly. give up a you tip, know, man, you, it you was know, really you bad. You know it was bad. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. All right, oh, let's go man. talk to Gary this morning. Mm. Morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you this Fantastic. weekend? Yep, really good. 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 It, you know, in honor of Memorial Day weekend, I was wondering if any of you had a story of a serviceman we lost in the line of duty or in lieu of that, just a general fishing or hunting story of a, a time spent spent with a veteran. Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I fish with a lot of veterans. Yeah, yeah, I mean, abso- absolutely. Um, um, actually had some in the boat yesterday. Mm-hmm. That, that were army. So I, I fish mean, with my daughter a lot. She's in the Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There you go. <laughs> but as in, you know, Gary losing someone to, to that effect. No, I I I um I have not. Yeah. Thanks. I was I, I was just wondering because yeah. there's always a fishing story. You, oh, know, no. you oh, guys yeah. always, I mean, always have a particular story. So. I've got a lot of fond memories. I mean <laughs> we've had a lot of uh we've done uh, charters with the uh, Wounded Veterans of America, um, Wounded yeah. Warrior Project. Mm-hmm. I mean, a bunch of different uh, of the, the associations that are involved with the Veterans Administration or veterans that, that have served in sure. our, our armed forces. Um, I work with the MWR over at Mayport Naval Station, so taking some of those guys fishing yeah. over the years. Um, and they're always fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're, they're, and, and we're always grateful for that. Yep. Absolutely. For their service to our country, no doubt, you know. I appreciate it, guys. I thank, just wanted, thanks, you know, to, to honor the uh, holiday. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, no thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. All right, buddy. Thank you. So, Larry, I, I, Travis brings up a lot of good memories. Um, and we, 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 we're we catching up, you and I, because we, you know, we go different directions yeah. at times. I mean, we don't, the only time we, I see is we wave at each other. Exactly. Yeah, you, know, you know what's so funny? Yeah, and this is this is great. This is so funny. Larry and I fish a couple of the spots that really not very many people. fish. Yeah, I saw you there. The other day. I, went, oh. <laughs> I said, I know "Who that. is that yeah, in my place?" Yeah, he did because because I could see him coming down the intercoastal, and he's kind of easing closer to me. Who is that? And, you know, I could see him he's giving me the evil eye, and he's like, "Oh, that's favor." Hey, and I'm and I'm waving the whole time, and he's like. Get out of my hole, you know. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, when it was you, I was fine with everybody because you've been There's, there right with me, yeah. and uh, and yes. that is a spot that I mean, not many people fish. No, now, they don't. They see you now and there, yeah. and there. I see people check it every once in a while, and I, I'm going, man, I don't recognize that boat. Who is that? And it was Kevin right there on that school of yeah. fish. <laughs> it was. It was, it was. classic. But it, 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 it just seemed, you know, we were, gosh, we don't want to sit here and go, oh, the good old days or whatever, you know. But there's, 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 no, there's no question that the, the inshore stuff has just fallen off tr- tremendously. And, and it, I think a lot of it had to do with COVID, you know, with, with people being out of work or whatever they were doing. They were going fishing. They were going to be on, on, on the water. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Larry, this is really going to show our age. You're, 
Larry and I were doing charters before there was a trolling motor. Yeah. I mean, before and, and then when they when we started using trolling motors, they didn't make a saltwater one. I remember you were the yeah. first person I ever saw use a trolling yeah. motor. And I was like, what in the world is that? And then yeah. it hit me. Oh, my gosh. He's freshwater fishing in saltwater. Yeah. You know? And it, 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 it changed our fishery. It, it, it changed the whole thing. Back when we started and when Kurt's talking about the first times we were using years ago – just using trolling motors, I could troll and mo- use the trolling motor and troll right into a school of fifty or a hundred redfish, yeah. and they'd swim around the boat. Yeah, and you just would could flip right out. Now you turn that trolling motor on, everybody knows it. Now yep. I mean they're gone. Honestly, right. I see them get up almost a hundred yards away and take off. Yep. If you're using a trolling motor, they're just uh, they're tuned they're into it. Tuned tuned in, man, yeah. and they know and and. You don't see the schools that you used to see, you know, no. and all that. Because, I mean, we have a lot. Jacksonville's a giant community, a giant town and, and city. And, and um, we just have a lot of fishing pressure. And this is just my own opinion. I wish they'd have never upped the redfish to two per person. I, I, we all said that. I mean, it should have never been yep. done. And it should go back to something different right. because they're getting hammered. I feel guilty yeah, I know. because I take a lot of fish. Right. And when somebody's paying you a bunch of money and the regulations state that you can take it, you it's hard for me to look at somebody and say, Well, I'm not you you can only keep whatever, you right. know. And and uh, my argument from the very beginning was is that if if they wanted to up it to the recreational guys that fish, I don't know, one, two, three times a month, that's fine. But for charter captains, they should have kept it at one. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they should have kept charter captains at one because, again, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to accuse my own guys here, you know. Yeah. But if you're doing two half days, you got three people on the boat. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, it's – and and you could keep yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just uh, – um, but something something needs to be done because, you know, uh, I, I know we need to take a quick break, and, and, and we will. But I want I want to continue – um, this conversation, because I, I find it very interesting because the three of us, I mean, we, we grew up here, I mean, you know, yeah. inshore fishing, and mm-hmm. we've seen the good, the, the bad, the ugly, yeah. and, the, and the changes. And, and, and I, I mean, it, it hasn't gone away. It's just different. It is totally different. Yep. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Be right back. <laughs> All right, so I have, I have breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, yeah. Can, can, can we do it, Kurt? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I just got this text, all right? Both Nemnick dealerships, GMC Buick and, and obviously Chevrolet, both of them are going to be open on Memorial Day and are having a cookout. What? Yeah, to celebrate, yes. What? And here, nice. get this, all right? And anyone that services their vehicle on Memorial Day will be entered into a drawing for a Yeti. Wow. All right, so if you need your oil change or something, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, both both dealerships are going to be open Memorial Day, and and they're going to be in the— That'll draw them in. That'll draw them in. Free food. (laughs) Food always draws them in. Honey, we're going down to Nemnick. Ain't going to buy a darn thing, but we're going to get something to eat. (laughs) And get in a drawing for a Yeti. (laughs) But you know how it is, though. Uh It's like you go down there, and then you start seeing the trucks. And then you start seeing the trucks. You're like, oh, man, that thing's awesome. No, you're right. 
Oh. How about I get a burger, dog, and a Silverado? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, in that order. So it, it, what you're saying, so um, again, because the weather's been blowing, I had, I went to Claude Dolan, and I, I told Carrie, I said, listen, don't look, tell me go you got a new me. truck. Did you get a new truck? No. Oh. No. It looks like it, though, doesn't it? <laughs> It's clean. Yeah, it's clean. Things shiny. And so we were waiting on my truck for them to get some stuff done. And, and lo and behold, we ended up out in the pre-owned oh, vehicle. Oh, you always lot. do, man. Yeah, you do, you know. You and let's go do. walk around. And they had two beautiful Jeeps out there. Uh, and they, 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 they're they still there, you know. And I was like, I, and I was like, all right, Carrie, we already have a Jeep. We're good. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, but to Chris's point, that's what happened. Oh, they get you. So, so on Memorial you. Day, you go to Nimnick Buick GMC or Chevrolet Get something done to your truck, whether it all change or whatever. You get into a drawing for a free Yeti. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Pretty good deal. All right, let's go talk to Top Gun this morning. I'm sure Larry's very familiar with Top Gun. Speed for speed. What's going on? Morning, Top Gun. Captain Minion, welcome to the show, the Duke of Jack's Beach Surfing. (laughs) Yep, that's right. (laughs) Woo, man, really... I remember you from uh, school at Flunkum, you betcha. Yeah, you gotcha, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Hey, Top Gun. Top Gun. Hey, listen, I yeah. just want to tell you, I, I'm, I'm excited today. I'm uh, going to see your, your movie today, your, oh, new, cool. your new movie. So, uh, yeah, cool. look, looking forward to seeing you on the big screen. Yeah, I'm trying to decide if I want to pay $80 to see it or catch it on HBO in six months. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. I guarantee oh, it's going to be up there. Hey, here's, here's the scary thing. It's going to cost you more gas to get there than it is for the tickets. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the funny thing exactly. is. Exactly. Don't get me started. No, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Memorial Day. It's supposed to be a happy holiday. Yes, that's right. Remember yeah. in November. Top, Remember yep. in November. I got a Top Gun salute okay. for all the all the veterans, all the mm-hmm. people uh, currently serving. Amen to that. And all of those men and women who died for our freedom. Indeed. Freedom ain't free. God bless you. Amen. God bless America. Go Army. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and 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 one other thing, because I'm 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 part of this sorority, is God bless the families. Mm. You know what yes. I mean? Exactly. And, and, and because, just like my my daughter, my granddaughter, and and her, my daughter's boyfriend are coming to see us this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, and and because of being in the military, we haven't seen them since December. Yeah. You know what I mean, and yeah. and and the, the families also sacrifice. Oh man, you, you know, exactly. and, and, and so just 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 always keep that in mind too. When 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 your child, you know, when when your child goes to college, it's one thing, but when your child is in the military and they're overseas. sent overseas for fifteen yeah, months, that's right. It's a totally different feeling, oh, bro. Especially yeah. in this world yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. never yeah. know what's going to happen. Either. No, you, you do not. Truth. You do not. You you look forward to that phone ringing. With their name on it every time. So, so anyway, so yeah. Top Gun. Did you remember hey, the hey, big Kahuna what? here from the surfing days? Is that I, I want to uh, get back to that. Correct the moon, doe. Correct the moon, doe. Yeah, he was a big shot. Yeah, for sure. We called him the cat. Yeah, <laughs> the cat. I mean, it, you know, I, I've seen pictures of. Him. I, I surfed with him back Mickey in the seventies. The cat. No, he, could, <laughs> he could rip those waves. Oh yeah, I can tell you that. Hey, guess what? What? 
a buddy of mine for my birthday took me to the bearded pig. Hey. And I know you wanna I know you wanna know what I had, so go ahead. Ask me, ask me. You have the brisket. <laughs> you get the brisket. I, what'd you eat? I had the brisk I had the fatty brisket. There you go. And mm-hmm. let me and boy it was really good. But let me tell you what was the fantastic part. I got the baked beans, and they got baked beans that's got five different beans in them, and they taste just like baked beans. <laughs> I don't get it. And they're delicious. They're delicious. Hey, I was at a customer of mine the other day doing some work, and um, they got a pool. And they had told me, you know, anytime you get hot, jump in there. Well, it was about nine, close to 90. I was burning up. And I took my shoes and socks off and my shirt, and I jumped right in that pool when I got finished. You know what the best thing is about jumping in the pool when it's close to 90 degrees? What's that? There's no sharks! <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> yes, there is no sharks in a pool. You don't have hey, to look around. Was, no. Yeah. This man was driving down the road in his big dually, and a cop pulls up beside him and flags him over. So he pulls over, and cop pulls over, gets up, walks up to his window, and he says, uh, how long you been driving around with a totally busted-out taillight? The guy jumps out of his truck, and he says, oh, my God, wait till my family finds out. And the cop, looking kind of confused, said, where's your family? He said, they were in the motorhome attached to the back of the truck. <laughs> LTS, baby! <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, my gosh. We'll oh, do. God. We'll do. You yep. know, it's almost getting to the point now mm-hmm. where the the regular conversation that he has is funnier than even the joke. I totally agree. That's just a funny dude. Totally agree. Hey, I, I do have a shout out. All oh, right. okay. Yep, yep, yep. I fished. What else broke? Yeah. No, 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 no. So I, I, <laughs> there was something breaking. I, I, oh, I, yeah, there's always something breaking. No, 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 no. This is even better. So, uh, you know, I do a lot of trips with Ring Power. Right. And did a, did a, did a trip with uh, Ring Power on Thursday. Tried to talk them out of it, but they were excited about going. Mm-hmm. And this is funny. It was David uh, Barry's son-in-law. Oh, really? Trek, Trek Campbell. All right. Very from nice. Miller Electric, yep. And fishing with him, Alicia Dawson mm-hmm. from Miller Electric. Mm-hmm. She's the one. If you you're gonna, there's gonna I saw the picture. You saw the picture, yeah, all right? But the shout out is to her dad, David Mary. No, David Dawson. David Dawson. Because she told me she's she got on the boat. She introduced herself, and she, the first thing she said is she said, "My dad is the biggest fan of the outdoor show." Of anyone you've ever met. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk. <laughs> Only in commercial breaks can we ask questions. <laughs> well, get ready. In about 60 seconds, you've got uh, about a three-minute conversation that you can have. So go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, David, Mr. Dawson, thank you. And he's got he, he, he's got a, um, a 30-foot Boston Whaler. Very wow. nice, man. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, that's so. Uh, nice. so I, I was, they do they do a lot of offshore fishing, you know, offshore, yeah. offshore. Yeah. So it was fun. It was it was you know Thursday. I know you guys fished. Um, wind was blowing nine hundred miles an hour out of the south. Uh, we 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 ended up um, 
clean in a big red, which, like I said, 26 and a half inches, which was, you know, great fish. Great fish. Absolutely. You know? and, and caught that fish. It was, it was funny when, um, when Alicia hooked that fish, we were fishing around docks. And I, my first thought was, what, you know, what is that? You know, and I thought maybe a shark because it didn't act like redfish, but then it tried to go to the dock. Mm. And I was like, that's a redfish. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, yeah, it was 26 and a half inches. Very Great cool. fish. Great fish. So, hey, I, I don't know if you saw this real quick. Um, we got a Facebook message from Fred Pachaka, or I, I, it's Fred. Um, I can't pronounce his last name. It says, good morning, guys. I'm headed out to Home Depot this morning, and I was trying to remember the name of that awesome outdoor cleaner you use for decks and sidings that you mentioned. It's called Outdoor Cleaner. Wow. That's, that is <laughs> yeah. some slick marketing. Wet, wet, right there. No, forget no, it. No, what, no, wet, no the, forget outdoor, it. the outdoor cleaner is better. Trust me. That just says outdoor cleaner. It says outdoor cleaner. Yeah, outdoor it? cleaner. Okay. Yep, that's that right there is yeah, and, branding. And, 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 that's and, impressive. And, and if my wife is listening, which I, I believe she probably is, uh, t- take a picture and send it to me because yeah, I'm almost positive it's called outdoor cleaner. And, 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 and most of the time when you go into Home Depot or Lowe's or something, it's right up front. Can't can't miss it. I just bought they 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 have a a, a one gallon and a three gallon. And uh, we buy the the three gallon. And you use that on anything. 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 It, you know, like mm-hmm. like. Mold, yeah, oh, yeah. On, on your house or whatever, Absolutely. you know, we Mildew. just, yeah, we put it in a backpack sprayer, uh-huh. and and it's it's almost like pressure washing your house. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, there's she, um, the um, your pavers, you know, just yeah. just spray it on and and, and let it go. Mm-hmm. It's 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 great stuff. So Fred, Fred, the conversation at Home Depot is going to kind of go like this. Hi, welcome to Home Depot. How can I help you? Yeah, uh, yeah um, I'm looking for outdoor cleaner. Okay, well, what's right what's, what's the name of it? <laughs> uh, well, it's it, outdoor cleaner. Oh, I understand that you're looking for outdoor cleaner, but what is the brand name? Uh, it's yeah. it's outdoor cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I know that. Yeah, who's sir, on first? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you go to Lowe's, sir? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, 641-1010, give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Captain Larry Minyard, the godfather, sitting in for Lagerman, Captain Kirk Waltz. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. Here come the ducks, hit the high baller. Shut up the dog, stare at the water. I'll say when, hold on, y'all wait. Get them boys, boom, 12 gauge. Out in the mud, down <laughs> That's in good. The hey, and I, I have an idea. So we're, we're talking about ducks and duck blinds. I'll bet you, Chris, CNH Marine Construction could build a hell of a duck blind. <laughs> oh, my word. If, you, if you've seen their work, I mean, oh, I, I'm sure that you know, if, if, if you had this place and you'd be like, hey, you know, we, we're we in the middle of the marsh out there. We need a hell of a duck blind. Can you build us a duck blind? Because they, look, they do custom build of docks, boathouses, bulkheads. They need to put duck blinds on there. I think that'd be a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Two, six, four, seventy, five hundred. I'm sure. That, they ought to have like that, that as will, an option. I will on... get a text from Mr. Bob Matthews here in a minute. Go, I don't want to build damn duck blinds. All <laughs> on, right. <laughs> an option on the form. Yeah. <laughs> you know, check if you would also like additional duck blinds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's good stuff. All right. We're going to uh, Coach Bell. Coach Bell. Mm-hmm. Do you know Coach yeah. Bell? Yeah. 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 Good, good morning, Coach. How you doing there, uh, Captain Kirk? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Your granddaughter's played 
pretty good soccer, huh? She's doing well. She's uh, yeah, she's I got having... a grandson playing now. Oh, is he is he playing for uh, USF too, or? <laughs> no, he's uh, just turned thirteen. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah, it's he's fun young. to watch him. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, to, it is. It's and fun to watch him. I got a shark story for you, but uh, Larry and I go way back. Mm. This is Bill Bell. Oh yeah, Bill. How are you? I used to, I used to fish out. I ran sporting goods for Montgomery Wards in the late sixties and seventies. And Monkey uh, Wards. Yeah. <laughs> and Monroe Campbell and all oh, those yeah. people back then. Monroe. Way, way back out the door with Monroe Campbell. That's right. And I used to fish with Jerry Ganey out there all the time. Oh yeah, Jerry. I know. I'm telling you, he's gone I, now, but Yep. I have a shark steward for you. Larry and I had a mutual friend friend back there from high school. His name was Billy Kaufman. And uh, he bought this runabout boat, 16 foot, with a uh, sometimes running motor on the back. And <laughs> sometimes running motor. Uh-huh. <laughs> did a lot of rowing back in those days. <laughs> so one day we went out. Now, I was running Montgomery Wards during Jaws. So I ordered in all this shark tackle and so forth, and Billy worked for me. So we headed out shark fishing one day there at St. John's River, and we caught a bull shark. Well, Billy shot him about six times with a twenty-two, uh-huh. and we towed the damn shark back to the beach over there at Huguenot Park and pulled the shark up onto the beach because Billy decided he wanted to cut the jaws out. Oh. Yeah, well... Yeah. Billy gets out of the boat with his great big butcher knife, and we're standing there, and he stabs that shark in the jaws. <laughs> that damn jaw, that damn shark come alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sound like a gator. I jumped, yes, exactly. Yeah, I jumped up in the boat, and Billy took off across, and I didn't see him. He was running across the damn dunes and gone. Yeah. And that shark just swam off, and all you could see was the head and the knife. <laughs> no way. Oh, oh, my oh God. yeah. Oh, yeah. Brutal. Good times back then. I'll yeah. tell you once, you know, the first redfish I ever got, I was marsh hunting out there with Jerry Ganey and them, and I thought it was an alligator, and I shot the poor thing. Yeah. Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I've heard those stories oh, numerous yeah. times from Daddy and – Uncle Mike, Flavian, Michael. Oh, yeah. they, they Marsh oh, yeah, was a big thing, man. And, and if you came back with a sheep's head or a redfish, that was bonus. Yeah, bonus. <laughs> shoot them. Bonus. Yeah. Shoot them. Throw them. Shoot them. Yeah. Because, you, you know, a, a lot of times with with the, with a shotgun like that in shallow water, you don't have to hit the fish. Yeah. It's the repercussion <laughs> of, of, of next to him. And it, it knocks him out, and he'll float upside down. Yeah. Uh, not that yeah, I know I, that. Not, not that you've ever done that before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, I don't know anything about that, but I've seen it happen before. Yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, I've heard about it. And well, you can't get too uh, close because it, it get like, real muddy. Oh yeah, real muddy yeah. <laughs> and deep. Yeah, uh, I got more stories, but I'll let you guys go. And Larry, it's good to hear you out there again. And. Uh, I'll catch up with you. I've been a little under the weather for the last few years, but I'm getting better. Good. All right. Good, good deal, buddy. All right, man. Take All care. Right, you take there. care of yourself. All right, Coach. Have a good holiday. Yeah. yeah. He was coach for Maddie's, some of Maddie's early years That's of soccer. Great. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool stuff. Yeah. Cool stuff. And then it, 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 I think what was so funny is that um, having Larry on here, it's, it's like people – 
and it's way past mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, way, coming out of the woods. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're, they're, nobody's talking about us, and, you know, and, and, and now and the present, and, yeah, well, the present. You I know? mean, you know, you've done a lot of cool things in your life. Well, you know what? We, oh, yeah. we, we've, been, mean, we've been here a long time, man. Been here since me since nineteen. I know you, yeah. born and raised here. But yeah, moved from Kentucky in nineteen sixty. So yeah, been here since when there was everybody Nothing. knew everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Know? Exactly. I mean, I remember community. the first time I met you it was in a surf contest. Yeah. In South Carolina, and we were competing against each other, and that's in the seventies. That's going back a poke. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, so Larry, Larry, and I, um, I th- probably inshore guides, strictly inshore guides, um, and Brent, Brent London, right? Brent London. Yep. Brent yeah. London. Yeah. There yep. was, there was, there was three of us. I mean, and I, I got started after both of y'all, uh-huh. you know, um, which, which was around 93 full-time insurance, you know, quit my job, mm-hmm. three kids, Yeah, you know, thank God for a supporting wife, mm-hmm. you know, and, Absolutely. and, uh, um, because I didn't, I had Mike Scanlon's boat. Mm-hmm. He had a little inshore tri-hole. Suzanne. Um, so it was seventy horsepower, Evan Rude. You know the, the just Mosquito Coast. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I mean, I ran charters out of it for over a year, and um, Mike was gracious enough just to let me have it for that time. You know, and then um, bought the Archer Craft. Yep, I remember which that was, boat, which was awesome. Oh, I remember that. That was that was that, that was a uh, caught a lot of fish in that boat. Damn right, man. We caught a lot of fish. We had in that some boat. fun in that boat. Oh my gosh, Get that thing skinny, skinny. Yeah, had had some great times. Matter of fact, I was I was telling the story to Alicia and Track. I was down there around that two oh six where we were fishing, and yep. when we found those guys stranded, yeah, and it was colder and crap. They had lost their boat. Wow, and and it's a weekday. And, I, and when I tell you it was cold, Larry, it was freezing. Kirk and I were uh, we were fishing that really clear water. You know mm-hmm. how it is in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. And had had a ball. We were coming out of there. And we just look. I'm serious. Kirk and I looked at each other like, did you hear somebody? And I, we turn around, and, and, and all we could see is some arms waving way up. And we went around there. These guys on an incoming tide got out of the boat to catch mullet and didn't anchor the boat up. boat was wow. gone. Boat drifted away. Boat drifted away. They would, uh, they would have died. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally, there's no way, as cold as it was, that they could have gotten in the water and swam all the way to the yeah, other side. It, it's, yeah. That's, what, mm-hmm. a mile and a half? Oh, easy. You know? Yeah. I mean, and so, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Cra- crazy story. Well, it, I'll it, never forget the guy that, yeah. with oh the pet God. shop. Remember yes. that? Oh, my gosh. And we this come around the, the corner in East Creek. Yeah, and he's broke down or something, and he's yeah. sitting there, and he's kind of delirious. And we're like, "Dude, are you he's okay?" In a, he's in like a sixteen foot Carolina skiff. Yeah, no, no water, no, no food, no food, no phone, no nothing. And he was he was up on a, a flooded flat, and and we were we were going wade fishing. Yeah, yeah. And Kirk's like, "There's something wrong," you know. And and anyway, we pull, I couldn't get to him in the boat, you know. And he's just he, – he wouldn't even talk to us. You know, Kirk's like, there's something wrong with him, Kevin. So I took I, – I got out of the boat, took my anchor line, and waded out to him. And he was just acting all, like, weird and stuff. And we tied off to him and got him out there. And anyway, what had happened was is that he had been fishing the afternoon before <laughs> and broke down and 
couldn't no. call anybody. This so he had been up there all night. No water. No, no water. No nothing. So we started giving him coke and crackers, and 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 he started coming too. Um, wow. It was it was really freaky. So that that's two times. Two times we saved people. Yeah, yeah. That guy was um he was he was in bad shape. That's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, and he ended up being the owner of a pet shop, and he gave me a bird. Oh, got just a what you always got wanted. Always wanted. Got a parakeet. Bird. Yeah, I got a parakeet. Got a parakeet. I'll never forget yeah, that. Yeah. And when that well, damn thing flew out you, the window about three weeks later, I'm like, sayonara. And, 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 <laughs> it could have been a 20-pound turkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. So that was uh, – that was, that was that, but, you know, I, I guess that's – Seen uh, some weird stuff on the water over the years. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, I, I, isn't that the most common question? Yeah. That we all get. I get that. People ask me, what are some of the strangest things you've seen? And and, and it, it is funny how if you spend so much time out there, yeah. you know, you, you do see some really unusual things. But I've never seen anything like crazy wild. I think the, you know? I think the craziest thing I ever heard is, is we were fishing up in Hannah Mills one time. And I remember my deal was I would come underneath the – Sisters Creek Bridge on the ICW going north mm-hmm. towards Fort George. And you'd pass the first couple creeks. You know, they put that was before the Jim King boat ramp. And you'd turn up the river and you'd go a couple creeks up and you'd hang a left. And I'd get around the corner and I'd jack it, you know, and yeah. start running up in those shallows. And I remember I got, I don't know, half a mile up in there and one of the uh, police boats was in there from the sheriff's office. And they were waving their hands, stop, stop, you can't go in here. I'm like, why? Well, we found something in here. I'm like, found, you know, yeah. they found what? What? You yeah. know, what did y'all find? <laughs> right. And they had found a, a body. And so they were they were in there doing, you know, they were searching. And so they had they were running everybody out of there so right. they could kind of look around. And I was like, that's that's something you don't hear every day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then just the instances of just like you were talking about, of finding people just lost. I remember we found yeah. a guy one time that had paddled down from Amelia Island. Yeah. And he was in the backside of Fort George Inlet. And we were going back around the corner up there to fish. What's that creek yeah. up in there? Um, my mind fails me right now. But going up in there to fish that shallow water creek up there by the beach. This guy is in his late 70s, is in a kayak. And it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm thinking the sun's going to go down. It's in the fall. It's going to go down. And he paddles up and. And I said, sir, are you okay? And he's like that one guy who's yeah. just like, you know, kind of delusional. He said, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of looking around. I'm like, are you lost, sir? <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. He says, I'm really, I'm really thirsty. I said, how long have you been paddling? For about eight hours. Wow. Yeah. Been paddling since that morning. I said, sir, it's going to be dark in two hours. And he goes, well, I, I don't know where I'm going. He, he was from Texas. Yeah. And had rented a kayak up there. And was paddling and got lost in those yeah. creeks. Sure, easy to do. I said, get get the kayak, drag him in the boat. We drug him in the boat, started feeding him crackers and water, and we had <laughs> like a half a sandwich. Gave him half. He was he was bad shape. Uh, so so I, I know we didn't take a break, but fishing Matanzas one day at the inlet, I looked way south. I saw something coming. You know, thinking the hell, little boat, yeah. little tiny boat. You know, out in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, coming coming down the coast. I'm looking, and this guy pulls up to me in 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 a dinghy, like something yeah. off a sailboat. Yeah, you know, it, it, with a little tiny motor. Right, got a parakeet on his shoulder, 
Swear to honest to goodness, he's got this big bird on his shoulder. And he's like, hey, mate, uh, how far to St. Augustine? I'm like, I'm like, what? Yeah, what? I was like, where'd you come from? He said, Daytona? No way. Honest to goodness. On a little puddle jumper. On, yeah, a little inflatable raft with a bird on his shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you know, you got about 12 miles to go. He goes and that bird would lean in. (laughs) <laughs> wonder if he made it i don't know i never saw him again i'm looking for the fort yeah. uh, have it, you seen the fort and, and the other one the other one the, yeah, the other one that i saw That's and i talked to you guys about this and larry i know you've never seen this so i know we need to take a break but i keep coming up with these stories and if they had a guy standing right beside me and watching me i would have thought that i was seeing things but i watched a pelican eat a seagull a live seagull one day what yeah Swallow wow. it right now. Well, I've got a story for you. After okay, let's take, let's take a break. I like stories. This is, this is good. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Yeah, I talked about it earlier at uh, Claude Old Cadillac. they got some cool used vehicles over there, pre-owned vehicles. Uh, my wife and I were walking around and looking at the Jeeps. And they had some uh, some other cars in there that were just, I can't remember the name, honestly. But Carrie and I were looking at them. Wow, that's, you know, you know what you look at right now? I know it sounds crazy. Sticker. You do? You look, <laughs> What do you look at on the sticker besides the price? How much, how much, how much how gas, much gas miles. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. yep that's what Better we were looking at. 30 miles a gallon, yep, baby. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, Claude Nolan Cadillac, I've done it n- numerous times, folks. Go and tell them what you're looking for, pre-owned vehicle, and they'll they'll find it for you at, at Claude Dolan Cadillac. You know, I got to bring this up. Okay. Because it, it strikes me as one of the funniest stories I ever heard. Uh-huh. Carl Hardy. Oh, yeah. Captain Carl. Captain Carl. Still one of the funniest stories. Love love this guy. He he was hilarious about the remember. Mm. Larry, you remember the lo- the lo- lobster monster? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know it better than anybody. I, I, I know where the creek is. I don't. Where were we at? We had a meeting or something like that, and he come in and he was just pale white. We'd all fished a big tournament or something. We, or it a, was the uh, triple challenge. Yeah, it was a triple challenge yeah. tournament. Yeah. And first thing I asked him when he started talking, I said, "What are you on?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he was always chewing tobacco. Yeah. Boy, he always had a big old plug in his mouth, and he came in and he was all wound up, and his eyes were white, and he was like. Oh my God! Oh my God! I got I got to tell y'all, you know. And I was like, "What?" And he walked over and started talking to you. Mm-hmm. Now, how did the story go? I forget. Oh man, I forget too. It's so long ago. He'd run into some kind of creature in a creek scouting for the you, tournament you, or something. You know, you know, you know what creek it was. I do remember the creek. It was the one that's just north of the rocks at Shell Bluff. You know that little creek right there. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's where he was. He was in. He was. He was going on there on that that that, that high incoming tide. Oh yeah, yeah. That goes right up into the Guana. Exactly. Up, up in y- that yes. Bay. Yes. Yeah. So and then he went in there and saw some kind of a creature. I remember he said it was like a. Oh, his description was like a lobster, something like a lobster, otter, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm going, Larry, you looked at him and go, have you been hitting the bourbon? What are you uh, on, man? You're like, what are you uh, on? Lobster you, uh, you, otter. Yes. yes. Yeah, well, I'm serious, Chris. Yeah. And he was as freaked out. He was. He was totally freaked out. He was. His his 
his composure was totally off the grid. I forgot he about was that. pale. He was freaking out. I'm, and I'm looking at him, and you know, because he was always kidding around with us. It's kind of like finding moose horns yeah. on your property. Yeah. <laughs> in Georgia. In the middle of Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With I a remember, hole in the horn. I said, Carl, I said, did you swallow any of that plug? And he goes, no, man, it's the truth, man. I know y'all thinking I'm kidding around, but it's the truth. I saw it. It came out of the swamp marsh, and it crawled up on the bank, and he said, I about crapped myself. I couldn't believe it. Like, oh, my God, look at that. And, so he was, and I said, how big was it? And he's going, it was big. It was big, man. It was big. Like a lobster, like legs, like lots of legs. I just remember we kept, kept saying lobster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember saying that. lobster yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm Some thinking. Some kind of shellfish. But it, I'm thinking, what? And right. So, like, so before we, we took a break, you said yeah, you had a story. I do. I came out of uh, running a charter, came out of Eucena's boat ramp there at Volano, and headed up the, up the coast, running, running along, and uh, see, see something flapping in the water you know and i'm thinking god what is that a, a duck that, or is big enough lobster be a, be a, <laughs> <laughs> globster big enough to be a goose right and i said no what is that and we started getting so i veered over and got closer and closer and then i realized it was a pelican that was sucked down under the water and was trying to right was flapping its wings like it was drowning and when we got up close Boom, it came out of the water, and so did a bald eagle headed under the water. Uh, and and Leon. a week, yep. week later, Leon saw the bald eagle come down and smash the pelican and eat it right in front of his charter. This bald eagle had this pelican under the water trying Unreal. to drown it. So, so I guess that's on the appetite of bald eagles now, it's pelican. I guess they'll eat anything, man. Yeah. I don't know. New menu item. New hey, menu. honey, new appetizer. Plenty of them around. <laughs> Look at all these things. I, I can eat one of those. I was uh, pulling up to a shrimp boat. This is years ago, 15 years ago. I was going to get a bag of chum. And, you know, you're always looking for birds and stuff. And, and um, I looked like a quarter of a mile offshore of me. And there must have been 100 seagulls. Diving in the same area, mm-hmm. diving, diving, diving. I'm going, man, that's got to be something. And, and I mean, they were going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up and out, there was a damn raccoon swimming out in the ocean. Wow. And these birds were wearing him out. Oh, I man. mean, wearing him out. And, you know, the, <laughs> I, look, I, I, I feel sorry for the raccoon, but I ain't hey, reaching no. down there with, with, with whatever and Saving him but, up, uh, yeah. Big, you know, they're 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 nasty enough animals as yeah. it is. But yeah, out in the middle of the ocean, the raccoon and man, the 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 seagulls. I guess it's kind of like the the owl thing yeah. or or, or yeah. whatever, you know. But that was that was that was crazy. I tell you, one of the funniest stories I ever remember. I first started oh. charter fishing, and I know we we got to take a no, break. No, no, no. You're fine. Go ahead. But, but uh, here here we are. We're east of the Jack's Beach Pier, about five miles. You know, close well, to. the – I'm sure you weren't west of it. You know, so no, <laughs> wouldn't go far west of the pier. That's sitting for sure. on yeah. Third Street. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, you're in the, I'm east of the pier. So of course, you're east of the pier. We're east of the Jack's Beach Pier, about five miles, and we're slow trolling. And it's been a little bite of fish, so we're on the very, I guess, south end of the southeast hole. And we're out there trolling, and it's the middle of the week. And uh, I'm, I, I, one of the guys I used to work with at AT and T Universal Card Services is with me, David. We're slow trolling, and we've caught a couple small kings and a cuda, and just having a good morning. And it's about nine thirty, ten o'clock, and I look up on the horizon, and I see this big boat 
barreling down the coast. And it's, it's normal to see people running up and down the coast, mm-hmm. you know, going north and south. And big Hatteras. So I'm watching it. And next thing I know, it kind of turns and turns towards us, you know, and I'm watching it and, you know, going think, well, he'll, he'll eventually turn, keep going north and just, you know, avoid us. And it, as I watch it, it gets closer and closer and it gets about a mile away and I start getting a little nervous. So I'm you going, start man. thinking Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Mm. I'm thinking he's bearing down on us, right. man. He's <laughs> yeah. not paying any attention. I'm slow trolling. Right. So I look at David and I said, look, maybe we should start pulling the lines in. And he goes, what do you think this guy's doing? I go, I have no clue, but he's getting close. Mm-hmm. And now he's at a half a mile. And he's, he's wide open. Mm-hmm. And I can see two guys standing on the flying bridge. And I'm like, what in the what? You know? So I, I pull the lines in. I've got the downrigger up. And I'm cranking real fast. Comes in at like 200 yards. And I'm, I fire up the motor. I'm like, man, let's, let's move over. So I start turning the boat real hard to port. And he turns, and I'm like, oh, what the what? You know, now what? <laughs> this guy's lost his damn mind. Right. It is so right. So David's like, David, pirate he's like, maybe we should jack it, get, get out of here. And all of a sudden, he starts coming down off plane. And I'm like, no, he looks like, and he's got to ask me a question or something. So I'd slow down a little bit, and he comes up next to me, and I, I, I look at him, and I, I said, sir, are you okay? And he goes, man, he goes, I need some help. And I said, what's wrong? You know? And he goes, where am I? <laughs> and I'm looking at David, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking on the bridge, and all I can see is instruments. I mean, I see a right. Simrad. Yeah. I see radar. The radar's spinning. I'm thinking, and I said, in reference to what? And he goes, what, what beach is this? And I said, well, this is, uh, this is Jack's Beach. He goes, Jacksonville? <laughs> and I said, yes, sir, Jacksonville. And he's looking at the other guy, and he goes, well, we're trying to get to Daytona. Oh, and I said, man. well, Isn't that number, crazy? I said, you're going the wrong way because you're going north. I said, you got to go south. Well, how far is it? And I said, sir, don't you have instruments up there? You can just punch it in, put your GPS number in. Yeah. And I said, well, well did they not work? He goes, I don't know how to use them. <laughs> and I'm going, I'm looking at David. And he's trying not to laugh. He's going, boat. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, how many inlets? I said, look, you got to go up three inlets and you hang a right and you can go into Daytona. I said, just stay outside of the coast a couple miles. And all of a sudden, this 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 woman comes out of the, the, the salon down below. And it's this large woman in a black and yellow polka dot bikini. And she is so drunk, she can't stand up. Mm. She has fallen down. The and big she, bumblebee. Yeah, like a big bumblebee. <laughs> and she, she bounces over to the rail, and she looks at us, and she goes, these boys, they don't know anything. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they're lost. They don't know which way to Daytona. And she said, we're lost. And I said, well, I think you know where you're going now. And she goes, she goes, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> and David looks at me, and we both started laughing. Ugh. And they took off. And I was like, man, talk about bizarre. Yeah. I mean, here they are in a multi-million-dollar boat and had no clue. At, 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 uh, that's spooky. That's it scary. was. Itself. It was. Yep, yep. All right. Don't go anywhere. We've got a ring power tip of the week right here on the new Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Right now, it's time for your ring power tip of the week. And, and Kurt, you, you and I both do a lot of fishing with, with ring power. They love to entertain customers, they do a great job with it, you know, and the, the, the one thing that it's just like fishing with Brian and Alicia and, and Trek on, on Thursday, 
they can throw out any questions at these guys, and they know the answer, man. They know that equipment so well. Right. You know, I mean, they're so professional about what they do. So, I mean, if you go to ringpower.com and you've, you, you've got questions for these guys or any of the sales guys, they, they know their stuff. It, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and if you got a job with a special function and you're unsure what kind of equipment you need, exactly, those guys know they can help you. A- absolutely. All right, your ring power tip of the week is just be prepared. Yeah, be you be, know be yep. a Boy Scout. And, you know, and and we've had kind of some fluctu- fluctuation the last couple of years with the bait. It's been terrible. It's been tough. This but, year's been good. But this year's been fairly good. Yeah. You know, the the pogies or the Manhattan are back on the beach. And last year they were kind of up and down and up and down. <laughs> well, with that being said, it always pays to be prepared for any kind of bait situation. It's always a good idea to have some sabiki rigs. Mm-hmm. And I like to buy different sizes. A lot of guys go, all I buy is sixes, and I don't. I go right. and I buy fours, sixes, and eights because you never know. How what, big they baiters what, gonna be? When, when I was doing well, my, my what my, they want my kingfish seminar last week, right? I have like a one gallon Ziploc of every kind of sabiki from, you know, Blue Runner sabiki, which yeah. is a totally different sabiki. Yeah. You know, that's right. And 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 then fours or sixes, whatever, because it's all according to what size the bait is. Well, and a lot of times they, I don't know, they get fickle. I know one day yep, I went do. out a couple weeks ago and the sardines were thick. Uh, you're right, and they were hitting six sixes and they were hitting green and then i went out the next day and they would not hit a green for nothing and i had to switch over to i have i have number set, four reds i, I have set wow. i've done you that know? before I, I've, I've sat right next to Captain scott shank and he's christmas tree in it you know six at a time and i'm trying to catch one at a time <laughs> you know and i'm like what the hell are you doing you know and it was just a difference in color it can and, be. And, and i didn't have that color and he threw a couple over to me and it made all the difference in the world yeah yeah. I had no idea that it would make that much difference. Yeah, oh, it, it it does. And and here's here's the other thing that's really cool, Larry, is for the last you know three or four years we haven't had any bait on the wrecks. Right. I mean, it's been yeah. like null and void. Um, it's it's spooky. This year, there's bait on all the wrecks. It's it's awesome. Mm. And and another kind of tip for that is the old match the hatch. Mm-hmm. Get your pogies. All right, but if you if you get out there on a wreck or something and, and lit and, up and it's lit up with bait, catch Jig, that bait. That's right. Yep, jig them up. Yep, because that 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 big old sardine, big old menace. Oh, big old yeah. menace and sardine. They eat them like right now. Yeah, yeah. It's a big difference in trolling a pogey and trolling a sardine or a cigar minnow. Yeah, but it always helps to have like like I, we've got in this picture on our Facebook page, different different not only different sizes. But different colors, right? You know, they even make them now with red hooks, right? And I like to have those different ones. I've, I've got, you know? I've got, I've got the Daiichi bleeding bait hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and all that stuff's available at Strike Zone. So you know, a lot of times, whenever you see, especially when Strike Zone has tent sale or something oh, yeah. like that, if you can, I, I don't, need, you know, what yeah. are they? Dollar twenty five or probably up to three fifty now, but dollar seventy nine, dollar seventy nine. Buy because here's the thing: if you get on a wreck with bait. There's other fish there. Kudas. Yeah, you're gonna you're and gonna you, you may lose There's five or six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So don't be cheap and go buy three packs. Go right. in there and get ten. Yeah, exactly. Because you could go through ten in the morning quick. Yes, you can. It's yeah. very frustrating. Yeah. And make sure you got <laughs> you know, the sinkers to go with right. them. Right. And I was gonna ask you that. Your favorite sinker? I like using this one. It looks like a quarter. It's round. Okay. And it's got a little ring on the end. I don't know what they call them. Drop sinkers, whatever. Right. Because I use a trout weight. 
Yeah. Yeah. Go, like, elongated trail. Yeah, elongated. Yeah, yeah, because because, because it, it just seems to take it down faster and straighter, you I know, mean, instead you can, of wobbling. You know, you can use a bolt off a car. If no, I know. For yeah. You, you know, yeah. But yeah. exactly. Whatever works, you yeah. know. Yeah. Because a lot of times you're going to lose it. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you barracudas are. can Chances be ferocious. Are you going to lose yeah. You start jigging and you'd get 50 baits in the boat. Cudas are going to come nosing around. They're going to take some. Probably, yeah. There's you know? your ring power tip of the week. But, you know, talking about some of these old stories, I mean, it's kind of cool to kind of reminisce on, on stuff that's happened in the past because there's some funny stuff and interesting yeah. stuff. I mean, I'm, I know that uh, it's been uh, about two years ago, Steve Mullen invited me on a trip to go out with his brother, Brian. And he and I and Brian and I think um, I think his brother-in-law went out with us too, but we went out to the Elton Bottom to go fishing for beeliners. And on the way back in, we came upon, upon not two right whales, but what are the other ones that are out there? Humpbacks. The, uh, humpbacks. Wrong whales. So there was two two humpbacks, <laughs> and they were they were they were juveniles. I mean, they weren't giant. Mm. And they were swimming along together, and it was kind of cool. We slowed down and watched them and videotaped them, and it was neat, kind of seeing that out there. You don't, it's not something you see every day, you know. Yeah, whales are. You just don't realize how big they are. Oh man! A, until you actually see one. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and I, we'll go talk to Ryan here in just a second. This is they're scary. Yeah. Um, this is a long time ago, but Logman and I, for some reason, he had a, he had a fish fry going on on a Saturday evening. So we launched my boat on Saturday after the show. And it's it's noon. It's beautiful on the beach. It's February. We're going to just go catch a bunch of whiting. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a little west wind. So so obviously, as we're drifting, he and I are both on the same side of the boat. But we're catching whiting. And, and literally, behind us, we just hear this. Mm. Like what the? And I turn around and there's a whale, right like, on the beach, ten yards from us. Wow! I mean, it's it comes up and it's it's you see this big eye looking at you. And I'm like, oh my, gosh. oh my god, Jeff, don't move because it was so much bigger than the boat. Oh, oh yeah. man, <laughs> it was giant. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and uh, that was a cool experience. I, tell I mean, you, they're they're I mean, it's twice as big as yes. your boat. Yeah, it's fifty feet. A blue whale. I mean, a, a right whale, right? right yeah. 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 Kobe, Kobe fishing off of um, marine land years ago in a 32 or 31 foot intrepid a right whale swims right under the boat i mean if it would have flipped its tail it would have could have flipped us over and you you have no idea how enormous those things yeah, you are think until a, you look right you, down on them. You think a manta ray is big? It is giant, man. Yeah. It had to be at least forty foot long or right. something. You know, it seemed like it anyway. And wow. then you think about, and then you think about, you know, it's not just like a fifty foot long block of meat. No, this it's thing, this animal. thing moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the power that yeah. they possess. Oh my god! I know, yeah. I know. Kirk and I have both had the experience. Um, I, I did have a humpback almost crashed my boat i was i was um i was off the desert and big school of pogies and 40 feet of water mm. so i went to get the net mm-hmm. and i'm standing on the bow and i had no idea that there was a humpback around and he came up and started eating the pogies, it, it, the pogies. The, the, yeah the pogies wow and it was what a sight to see spooky i mean i mean i'm talking within 
cast depth throwing range. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. Man. Yeah, Mark Haywire yeah. and I had that I same that. experience. We were off of Mayport at the polls, and there was nobody out. And I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday, and Mark and I pulled up. And I'm getting ready to throw the net, and Mark looks over to the right, and he goes, "Man, look at all the mud balls." And I'm like, "What?" He goes, "There's one, and there's another one." And he goes, "Look, another one just formed." And I'm like, "That's really weird." And mud balls, folks, are usually from the tails of large fish chasing the bait, and their tails hitting the bottom, and it shows, throws up big plumes of sand. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at it, I'm going, that is nuts. And about that time, I throw the net, yeah. and I hear Mark go, oh, my God. And I look in the back, and I kind of gave him a hard time. You scream like a girl. But yeah. but the, the the right whale came up right in the bait pod, right behind the motor, and opened its mouth, and all these pogies are spilling out of the mouth oh of this thing. Oh, my gosh. It's 40 man. feet. Yeah. 40 feet if it was an inch. It was yeah. gigantic. It was, it was twice the size of our boat. And I remember him looking at me, and I'm going, holy smoke. And you could see all the water spilling out of its mouth the baleen that was keeping the bait in his mouth and the bait's jumping out trying to get yeah. out of the way and i'm just i'm totally flabbergasted and i looked at him i said we gotta get out of here yeah man. no doubt we gotta get away from this thing <laughs> yeah it's feeding it's feeding and yeah. we're in its food yeah. like you know like yeah. you're feeding a pit bull you know let's get away but it was amazing to watch remember that day me and you were going to go uh, um uh, triple tail fishing down the beach and we came around the corner and they were we didn't know what was going on, but they had set up in the jam there yep. to, to catch the first white sharks that had been tagged. I'll never forget that. Oh, search, guys. Yeah, and there was this giant vessel, and me and me and Kurt went through this chum slick, oil <laughs> slick. And we go, God, yeah. smell that? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, well. And this, this slick went for miles. Right. And the next day, they tagged the first white shark yep. right there. Right in the jam. In the jetty. 15 feet of water. I would have never thought to stop and fish there. And I think I it mean, was I think it was Nathan it? Stewart that was helping them. I think they used their contender to actually help them with the fish or something like that. They were helping them find the fish. I right, before we I take a break, remember. let's 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 go talk to Ryan. I know we're running a little bit behind as usual. Morning, guys. How are you? Morning, Ryan. What's up, buddy? Hey. So, um, first off, really enjoy the show. I've been listening for a long time. Thanks, brother. Um, was uh, listening to the part about you guys sometimes having a hard time catching. Bait with the beaky, which uh, I certainly have experience, and was wondering: Have you all had any experience blow trolling with finger mullet or mullet caught? Oh my gosh, they're the best! Yeah. Our, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, if I'm fishing the beach, it's standard. Okay. I mean, I'd much rather have a mullet fishing the beach than anything. And what about size? Do you need a, a certain size or just a good finger mullet? You can Is use that, a finger mullet. You from, can use from a like, two pounder. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember one year w- with my daughter and my son, we fished the Jacksonville Greater Kingfish Tournament, and there was no bait on the beach. And I remember I ran up to Nassau Sound. I went in the Nassau River. We caught about a dozen 10-inch mullet and came out of the sound, and I was marking fish on the edge of the rip in like 25 feet of water. And I put the darn things out, and the kings went ballistic. Yeah. They will, they will just flat eat yeah, a mullet. Two, two, two years ago, um, I caught, because remember, two years ago, there was no bait. Yep. So we'd have to catch mullet yeah. in the morning. Um, I, caught yeah. sa- I caught sailfish on mullet. Unreal. Yeah. Mullet is yeah. great bait. Yeah, it's, it's just getting bait. them. You yeah. just got to get them. It is. That's, that's the toughest part. And another thing. Yeah, there, there have been a lot of them this year, too. <clears throat> they seem quite thick this year in the air coastal. Yeah. Um, the, the mullet have a tendency to outrun the fish. Sometimes I used to have to clip their tails. To keep that's a, that's absolutely hundred percent. 
kingfish would come up and strike at them two or three times and the mullet is out running the fish and right. they get frustrated and then give up or whatever so a lot of times if the mullet is, is a big one and all you, you cut his tail so would you throw faster with the mullet than you would no with, uh, no boogie? no no don't don't change just don't change your speed just change the bait a little bit okay yeah right, cool and and then and, then and then obviously you need to adjust that stinger hook too right yeah sure all right, buddy. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, Thank Ryan. you very much. Yep, yep. yep. 641. We have to take a break. Yeah. We, we, I, I, all your memories are coming back, Captain Kirk. I'm, yeah. I'm happy for you. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was, it was, it was great. That's great. That's just great. Pretty soon you'll remember where you live. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Uh, which way do I go home? Let's see. I'm. I'm west of the Jack's Beach Pier. That's right. Yeah, there not east. West. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need, a Twinkie. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> In the market for, you know, paddleboard, kayak, shades, obviously kayak gear, merchandising, all that good stuff. Hanky Coastal Outfitters. It's, uh, I don't know, I, honestly, I have no idea how many stores they have now. <laughs> they, they keep putting them out there. Uh, but if you'll just go to HaganCoastalOutfitters.com, you can see all the all the good stuff they're going to have for over the weekend. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of sales. Memorial Day. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good stuff. All right. Let's go talk to Rick this morning, and then we're going to talk to Jimmy. Morning, Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I just got to thank you for Captain Larry. I, probably six or seven years ago. I went out on a fly fishing trip with him and um, did real well. A couple of days later, I went to the Dollar General store. I got a, a bag of 100 fake lady fingernails, some glitter nail polish, and some epoxy. Now, it's not just Captain Larry was wearing it. It's because Interesting. He, he, he gave me a fly called the Lady Finger Fly. Finger, finger literally fly. Literally made out of a, yep, and I tell you what, that I got rid of any other Spoon fly that I had in my fly box, that thing catches redfish. Uh, I've caught black drum on it. I've caught sheephead on it and flounder on it. And it is, man, that thing is a game changer. It is a phenomenal fly. So thank you, Captain Larry. You're welcome, buddy. That's, uh, that's awesome. That, that is a heck of a fly um, for wading the flats or even, you know, if you're not wading. Um, if the fish sees that, a redfish sees that thing, they eat it. Huh. Yeah, it's something else. Old school. Mm-hmm. Old school. I caught, flounder at the, I caught flounder at the flounder hole with it, just blind casting, because of the way it suspends, and it's just got, the way it suspends in the movement is unbelievable. There's nothing that can duplicate it. So, you, so. your wife goes into her makeup box and notices all her <laughs> fake fingernails going, Where, what, yeah, whoa, what's hey, my husband whoa, whoa, doing? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What, no, were, you, what's what were you and doing men you're doing out there? <laughs> I have my own. She has her own. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, Rick. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, Bye, man. Rick. See you. All right, let's go talk to Jimmy. Jimmy's got a bird fish story. Good morning, Jimmy. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes, Long sir. time listener. Uh, my wife and I were headed south on St. John's Bluff, coming up on the, the Moroccan temple, the shrine temple. Right. And uh, arena, whatever it is. And uh, traffic was keeping us slow. You know, stop and go, basically. And I looked over there at that pond. I said, look, there's a big bird in that pond. He's, he's leaving out of the pond. And uh, he started coming our way. And I said, he's got a big fish. And this 
this osprey had a big fish. And I said, he's really laboring. He can't get altitude. And uh, a couple seconds later, I said, he's going to hit us. We're just going real slow. And about that time, it was bass, blood, and feathers on the driver's side of the windshield of my 01 Honda Odyssey. Oh, my gosh. And so we were going very slow. I just stopped. I couldn't see anyhow. And uh, I uh, jumped out, put it in park. I jumped out, and that bird, that osprey, was uh, trying to reacquire that bass that was dead. I don't know if it was from the impact or from those talons that gored him. And that osprey kind of hovered and then hovered down and grabbed him and took off, and he was gone. And the wife and I started saying, Swoop, there it is. We were close to UNF there. And every time we go by there, we look at each other now and we sing that song. Anyways, hey, want to remember all the people that died. Yes, sir. For our freedom. And I'm retired merchant marine. Thank you for your service. And a lot of merchant mariners. Um, No problem. There's a lot of merchant mariners out there with no guns, no weapons, no nothing, just cargo and usually bombs and bullets. Mm, yeah. that, especially World War II, we lost them all. And there's guys out there now that are sitting on a pile of explosives that are just doing their thing. And uh, y'all have a great weekend. You too, buddy. Thank you. Absolutely. Yep. So, gosh, so I'm, I'm like you. So the the memories coming Start back, articulating in there. Yeah, yeah. So this was this was this was the Archer Craft Splats boat had an elderly lady call me and say, "I've got." two friends from New York City coming down and they want to do, you know, what do you do? I said a four hour trip. And and so they want to do half photography, maybe go fishing. And this is at the beginning of my career. Like you said, Larry, mm-hmm. dude, well, I don't, I don't care. Pay me my $200 and yeah. I'll, I'll take you for a boat ride. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. So I, I, at that time I was picking people up at the, the Volana ramp and all three of them get on my boat and he's got slacks on, Penny loafers, just this perfect shirt, you know, and 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 the lady I'll never forget had she just she had to have just come out of beauty parlor, had this bofu hairdo, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be a long four hours. And hey, they had camera equipment with giant telescopic lens. I mean, you know, so so we're as we're idling out of the ramp, the lady is in the seat in front of me on the console. And then the other lady was on the right side of the boat, and the gentleman was on the left side of the boat, and they're taking pictures of the pelicans. And so I, I'm going to go north, and I get right there around Gowana. I don't know. I'm I, I'm never a speedster guy, you know. I'm probably doing 25 or whatever it is. Right. Three seagulls mm. in front of the boat. There's always seagulls on the water, right? Mm. One of them gets up, makes a loop. Honest to goodness, this has never happened to me again. Does a total suicide run right into the trolling motor. Flips up into the lady's lap. It's dying. It's There's feathers everywhere. Okay. There's blood everywhere. And I have no idea why. I just... I started laughing. I mean, I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, there's no way... That on this particular day, this a, a bird decides to do a suicide run into the trolling motor, and it's in her lap. Oh like, and so I have to go up there, and you know, my reaction is grab the bird, and throw it out. You know, oh, yeah. so you know, I grab the bird, and throw it out, and 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 oh my god, he's picking feathers out of this lady's <laughs> hair, and I am I am in tears. 
I'm laughing so flipping hard. And and, and they, they don't accused me of running into the bird. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they they were they were traumatized. They were yeah. like, Well, you gotta take us in. I'm like, you gotta give me my two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you bird killer. Yeah. I did. I did. I turned around and took them in, they gave me my two hundred bucks. But they were just and to this day. You see, I still just laugh. Oh, my God. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And to this day, I've never hit another bird. Ever. I know. I know. I've come awful close. I've come awful close, too. But but this one just it flew out and flew right into the trolling motor and right into her lap. Unbelievable. I don't know. My relationship with birds is not good. No. Oh, oh my gosh. No, it's not. Yeah. You and your gannet story. The gannet story was the the worst man <laughs> i mean talk about being traumatized yeah. by, a, by a bird that you're trying to help i mean i look like i'd been in a knife fight you know <laughs> i was bleeding from everywhere i pull up to the ramp and the guys are like what in the hell happened to you your shirt is covered in blood did you did you cut yourself oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. sort <laughs> of time. sort of i'll never forget it i mean did a charter and i look over and i see a gannet in the middle of the St. John's River over by the Navy base, spinning around in circles on an outgoing tide. And I'm going, what is going on? And so we go by them and my clients, they had somewhere they had to be. They're like, can you just drop us off? And, you know, and I said, yeah. And I look over at the bird and he's got a lure caught in his beak and the, and the, <laughs> and the lure's caught in his wing, in right. the shoulder of his wing where it bends. Mm. And he's spinning around trying to get it loose. And he was traumatized, and I'm like, "Poor thing, big old gannet." Poor and, thing. Yeah, big, big yeah. old gannet, the yeah. big old white one. Uh-huh. Look so at this so word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix. I'm gonna make this right. So I drop them off, and I, I, I get them up on the dock, and I said, "I'm gonna go out there and get the bird." And they go, "Well, good luck with the bird." And I said, "Yep, sure." So I run out there, and by now he's over by Huguenot Park, and he's drifting by that sand dune over there. And there's two guys over there fishing, you know, with uh, surf rods. And I pull over there, and I pull the big net out, and I scoop him up. And now I got one hook caught in the net, one caught in the bird's wing, and one caught in the bird's bill. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of a mess. And he's flopping around. And and when you pull them in, you don't realize their wingspan. Oh, they're a big bird. It's like four, four and a half, five feet. It's a big bird. It's a giant bird. And so I reach over, and I'm thinking, well, the first thing I need to do is get his little beak loose so he doesn't break his neck. His little beak. Little beak. So I take the the, the needle's pliers and gently pop the, the... the hook out of the bill of the of the bird and the next thing i know <laughs> the bird's got my left arm and he is clamped down and i'm and i'm looking at his bill and i did not realize that their bill is serrated going backwards like really? a snake i didn't know that just like oh. a snake so when they grab things and things trying can't to get, get loose away. can't yeah. get away well i can't get away <laughs> And he's pissed. And he's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and I see the blood coming off my arm. I'm going, dang, go it, man. I'm like, yo. So I get the I get the hook out of the net. And now he's flopping with the other wing. And he's trying to get it loose. And I'm going, oh my God, he's gonna break his wing because it's still got one in his wing. Yeah, you break then, your arm. And this this lure is spinning around. I'm going, damn it, I'm gonna get this lure in my arm. Yeah, that's right. Meanwhile, he lets go of one chunk and he's got another chunk. He's into another piece of my arm <laughs> and there's blood running off it and i mean these guys are up on the beach going wow look at that <laughs> and they're going i can see them starting to laugh and they're pointing they're like look at that guy over there what an idiot yeah this bird <laughs> tore my behind up i finally got the hook out of his wing and he he bit me on both arms bit me on the hands <laughs> tried to get me in the head 
And I come back to the dock, and I got blood going oh, everywhere. And I mean, knife fight. I looked like I'd been sheared in a oh, knife Oh, when he fight. showed up for the radio show. I was cutting pieces. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah, it was, was bad, man. Yeah. You, you, you remember when we used to, and I know we need to take a break, um, lip gaff, tarpon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And every now and then one would clamp oh, down on your hand, and oh. it would just it would, it would shred like sandpaper. you. It would shred yeah. you. Yeah. And, and that's what Kurt looked like, his whole arm. I mean, it was just. It, it Both was. arms all cut to hell. I mean, <laughs> I come home, my wife goes, what in the world happened to you? <laughs> the knife fight? I said, I said. It was a bird. I said it was a bird. I said, trying to be a good Samaritan. She goes, you shouldn't touch those birds. <laughs> I said, no, I won't again, that's for sure. Oh, gosh. That's good stuff. Hey, folks, don't forget this Memorial Day, all right? Nimic, Buick, GMC, and Chevrolet are going to be open. And if you go in there and get something done on your car, whether you need an oil change or whatever you need, they're going to put you in a drawing for a Yeti Cooler. And they're going to have food, all that stuff going on on Memorial Day at Nimnik Buick, GMC, and Nimnik Chevrolet. We'll be right back with the Nimnik Outdoor Show. So I was talking to uh, I saw my guys from, from Wayland Bay this week. And uh, one thing they wanted to let folks know is that their inventory of boats right now is very good. So, you know, we always, we we're always talking about, you know, gosh, it's hard to find this, it's hard to find that. But if you're in the market for, for a boat contender, uh, Cape Horn, obviously you've got your freshwater stuff in there also. Uh, pontoon boats, go to whalenbaymarine.com. And then, or just c- call up there and talk to my buddy Chad or you Zach go. or any of them. They're all good people. And while we're talking about that, yep. too, don't forget. Oh, yeah, next weekend. Next weekend, uh, next Saturday, we're going to be at Atlantic Coast Marine mm-hmm. for a live remote there um, with Brett Cannon. He's going to do a grand reopening of the new shop, the new mm-hmm. building. I've been over there a couple times. It's really nice. Nice. Yes. Um, Giving away did, a trolling motor? Did I hear that right? He's going to give away some really nice stuff, <laughs> and they're going to have a barbecue out there. He told me he had some. Oh, that's nice. Pork oh, yeah. butts that we're going to smoke, and they got barbecue ribs and drinks mm-hmm. and – you know, cool. give away some hats mm-hmm. and T-shirts and some really nice stuff. So, folks, come on out. We'll be there from 7 to 10. And I think the actual uh, uh, open house is going to be till I believe, 2 o'clock. Cool. And I'll be curious to be see it. Tons of food. It. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. They really did a good job over there. So, come see us. All right, let's go talk to uh, Sandy this morning. Morning, Sandy. Morning, guys. How you been doing? Good, man. Good. I love the show. Thank um, you. I sent a picture in. I'm. Um, or video um, last week of um, one of the guys had a camper, but um, he kept hearing a noise, and he had this beehive, honey bees. Oh, in his, that's one the, of the worst! Hatches, and it looked like a five-gallon bucket. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, I've had to deal with that in my house before. It is terrible. They called the people. And they come out here and smoked them out, and they worked about four or five hours of cutting them all out. It was kind of neat to see. Yeah, you know, it's it, neat if it ain't your house that's right. or your property. Right. Now, was it honeybees? Yeah. So they did they keep the bees? Yeah. They come and um, collected all the bees, and I got a piece of the honeycomb that was, you know, because it was, it was a honeycomb, but it didn't have no honey in it. It was kind of like they were making it to fill it up. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Yeah, they're building building it. Yeah. Yeah, but they just cut it. It looked like a big ball, but they cut it off in sheets and kept putting them in the little trays. It was kind of neat to see. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. But I sent some other pictures in. Um, This is the first season that I've caught any um, 
deer on um, in velvet, and they're pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's that time of year. Starting to yeah. start starting to see some horns. I know that um, our fawns are dropping this week. Yeah. Yep. So for for the next for the next two weeks, um, we're, we're gonna have a bunch of fawns around, and just be careful. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Be careful when you're mowing. Yeah, Doctor Boggs. Yeah. When I had him out yep. on on Sunday, he was telling me that they live in Deerwood, and they said they started to see a lot of fawns in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I just saw Doe and her fawn in the wetlands behind the house yesterday. There you go. Yeah. yeah, very very cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks, yeah. Sandy. We oh, appreciate well. it, buddy. All right, have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Yeah, All right, have- we need to do a uh, Kirby Co. Cooking tip of the week, and uh, Chris, what does Kirby Co. do? Kirby Co. Builders Incorporated is an industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential projects. Uh, All right, that would be door number one or door number two. I don't know. uh, (laughs) But wait, there's more. There's more. (laughs) It's a brand new car. It's a brand new car. (laughs) Yay, Captain Kirk. So, yes, Kirby Co. is cool. <laughs> and the Kirby Co. Builders years, Larry. cooking tip of the week yes. is the famous smoked fish famous. dip. It's that time of the year, folks. Yay. And I tell you, I love it. I mean, the other day when I came in and the guy said, hey, you want some of this? I'm like, heck yeah. Steve, yep. Steve gave me some. I caught a few, took them, put them all on what the you smoker. you need, a pound or two? I like to have, yeah, I yeah. like to have three or four pounds. Okay. And wow. I just fill the smoker up. I've got four little shelves in there. And I just cut out just the fillets now uh-huh. and just put the fillets in there, smoke them for about three and a half, four hours on really, really low heat, put a little Old Bay on them. I used pecan the other day, which came out really good. Um, and just follow the recipe on our Facebook page and you'll be happy. Yeah. So you got mayo, sour cream. Oh, here we go. Worcestershire, Worcestershire, Larry, Worcestershire, 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 Old Bay, just a little bit of salt. I use I use that pink uh, Himalayan salt, which is good, and a little bit of lemon juice. And the thing that really makes it good to me is the tiger sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Some tiger hot, sauce, hot sauce. Yeah, it's a sweet food. heat, right? Mm-hmm. It's a sweet heat sauce. And then that Valdelia onion, and then you got to put it in the refrigerator overnight, right? You know, you let it sit overnight, and it just gets better with 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 age. So I was going to ask you guys this um, earlier in the show and talk about it quite a bit, but we've been reminiscing, which was even better. So gas prices, obviously, is, is going to affect everybody. Like going on vacation, oh, yeah. whatever they're going to do this this summer. If the, and, and obviously, Steenhatchee River Club comes to mind. But something that you could do within a couple, three hours Close, of, of Jacksonville, yeah. yeah, you know, and and it's funny because I was talking to Carrie about it, and the the one thing if, if you've never been to Itch Tuckney, mm. Itch Tuckney's blast, man. Oh, drifting the Itch Tuckney is is a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's 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 such a great summertime thing to do. The water's freezing cold. Yeah, you once know. once you get used to it, but yeah. boy, that first couple oh, of seconds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shrinkage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the other one, and I don't know if you guys have ever done this because I, I, I'm not. Okay, I don't know what the right word is. I didn't enjoy taking my kids to Walt Disney World. It wasn't my thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah ten four on that. But but we took them to Wild Adventures mm. in Valdosta. Oh yeah. And, and they got a new water park there now. Oh yeah. cool. And and, and 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 that's two hours away. It's a great day trip, man, with kids mm. and stuff. I'm telling you, for a day trip, one of the coolest things we used to do with our kids take them to Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah, we is, we, uh-huh. we did Typhoon yeah. Lagoon. Typhoon Lagoon's great. That was a fun one. Yeah, but you, you know? still got to go to Orlando. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we did. We, I, Typhoon Lagoon was, was was fantastic. 
But if anybody had any suggestions, I, I was just curious, you know, because, um, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't think people are just going to pack up and go to Tennessee or Kentucky or yeah. Wyoming or whatever, you know. I'll tell you what, the west coast of Florida is, is pretty down there. Naples, we went fishing down there a couple beautiful. times. Beautiful. It really is pretty. Yeah. I mean, Naples and south, that part of Florida is is a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, it, and obviously, Steenhatchee River Club being one of our sponsors, and Carrie and I have gone over there and stayed and fished over there. By the way, the fishing over there, Larry, is great. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean. It's a different world over there, it's, totally. You know, yeah. and, and, a different and, and, kind of I mean, of you don't have to buy bait. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's um, it's everywhere. so much fun, yeah. man. That was we, we we had a great time, but just just things yeah. like that, um, you know, like I said, it, it's just something something a little closer to yeah. home that you could do in a day, maybe two days. I mean, if you're going to go to Steenhatchee or if you're going to go to Cedar Key or something like that, Swanee, you know, you're going to stay for a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those are those are cool places to go and and visit. Take your food though. Take your own food. Take your- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make lunch, make breakfast, and go out to dinner. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's take one more last break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. Be right back. There are some Saturdays that fly by, and then there's other Saturdays that just where the hell did three hours just go? I know. Boy, <laughs> Larry, thank crazy. you, man. It's been. Uh, I, I wish we had six hours, seriously, because yeah, I know we absolutely. can all sit here and tell. Yeah, I want to talk about some hunting. Now, let's not get ahead yeah, of ourselves. Yeah, well, let's do let's do a weather and the tides first to let folks know what's going to happen for this holiday weekend. And the rest of today, 10 to 15, becoming southeast this afternoon, which is perfect. Uh, Sunday, southeast, 5 to 10, sees two feet to um, Sunday night, southeast 5 to 10, 2 feet. Monday, southeast winds 5 to 10, 2 feet. Tuesday, east winds 5 knots, 2 feet. <laughs> Wednesday, 5 to 10 out of the northeast, um, which if it'll stay like that, if it'll blow northeast at 5 to 10, that will be an amazing fishing day. Yeah, yes, Fish will. bite on a northeast wind. It, it, water clears up. Exactly. Everything gets really yeah, yeah. Fishy. You, you, you You can, if again, if that – forecast holds up and and that water looks as pretty as it did mm. on sunday i'm going straight to the beach on the beach absolutely yep yep tides brought to you by angie subs oh, and by the way the weather's always brought to you by the bearded pig yes by, yes. by, best by barbecue far around. best yep. barbecue around low tide at 136 another high tide at 753 p.m tonight so good day to get out on the water today and tomorrow it's gonna be pretty you know folks too if you're gonna get out be safe yeah, out there. yeah don't exactly. drink and boat yeah let somebody else drive that's not drinking, you know, have a little fun. Keep your head on a swivel. Watch the kids. And, and, be and, safe. And, and totally be, be unlike Kirk and I. Be courte- courteous. Be courteous. Right. <laughs> be don't, nice. Don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, don't, don't be, be grumpy. A, don't, don't be, be cr- a crudge mudgeon. Don't be mudgeon. a crudge mudgeon. <laughs> yeah. Don't be grumpy. Hey, and if you and if you happen to see Jeff, make sure you turn up the music. Yep. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. See a tall guy yeah. on a kayak, crank it crank up. Crank it up. And get close. Yeah. Get close. <laughs> you know? He loves that. Yeah. Especially it, if you're playing rap. Oh, he loves rap music. <laughs> Doesn't he? He loves Huge rap. rap yep. Y'all yep. send your rap tapes into the studio. He loves them. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Larry, I really want to talk a little bit about your hunting because you've had a really good year. You killed one of the biggest bucks you I, ever I, did I, with I your really bow. I really didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> jealous. I, I don't hear from Larry all year, and all of a sudden, I it, no, 
no comment, no nothing. Just a me too. Like a one fifty six class buck with a bow with a big smile on my cute asshole. Yeah. Oh, you killed your share, buddy. I have killed my share. You're I right. Know. You're right. But You're it was right. a good year for you guys, man. It was excellent. Um, we killed um, five elk with the bow. That's on public land. In out of Wyoming. seven guys. Out of seven guys, we wow. killed uh, five bull elk, and um, that was excellent. I mean, it hardly gets any better than that. And especially on public land. And then my, uh, me and my son and uh, Captain Tony, we hunt in Illinois, and I got uh, lucky and killed a 156 wow. up there. And uh, that was awesome. So, so just real quick, the brief story of the 156. I'm just. The 156. Date? Uh, I, pardon me? Date? Um, that would have been the 7th or 8th. I can't okay. remember. Of November. Of November. Okay. Yeah. Of okay. November. Yep. Uh, just right at pre-rut, yep. and uh, I have a place that's really good for big bucks, but it has to have a south or southwest wind, so I have to wait for that. Yep. Of course, the predominant winds up there are out of the north and yep. whatever. Had a lot of east winds this year. We but, did have uh, a lot of east winds because I hunted in Indiana. We had a lot the, of east winds. The, I went in and put up a stand and just waited for the wind, and uh, uh, I've had chances of other really good bucks there and just never connected but uh got in there and the first day that the wind switched i went in there got in the stand and saw uh, a few bucks right at dark i heard something in this thicket it's a really strange place it's about five ridge heads comes together and then there's a thicket used to be an old home site there and it's real real thick and for some reason those bucks just love that trails going through it and all that and um, I heard something in there just it was getting up close to dark, just going crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I finally realized that's a buck making scrapes. Mm-hmm. And so I waited and waited, and I said, well, should I call? I said, no, I'm, not, I'm just going to wait it out. And I figured he'd come out right on me. And sure enough, just right before dark, still shooting light, he walks out and walks seven yards from me. And, you know, by then, at first, I could tell he was a huge deer. Yeah. But, I, you know, you can't really see the rack with the background and being dark. And he got up under me. I went, oh, man, that's the real deal. Yeah. And uh, shot him, and uh, he ran about, I don't know, 30 or 40 yards. And when I walked up on him, it was just like, whoa. I've been awesome. waiting on that one for, for all my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And, um what impressed me more than the rack was uh, the the deer was three hundred pounds. It was huge. Wow! Go get the four wheeler. Uh, we I had to leave him. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had to gut him that night. Worried about the coyotes and stuff getting him, but I had to gut him that night. And and we went in with the four wheeler and got him the next day in a buggy. Um, it's so amazing it how was, big those animals are. Yeah, it was. In, when, that was as impressive as the rack was it was even more impressive how big the deer's body was right it was incredible yeah those deer up there are just gigantic yeah and, and i tell you that man i mean i love shooting those does up there they give you a couple you know you get two tags and yep. they are so good to eat yep. it's unbelievable yeah. eating those soybeans and corn the whole time i mean it's just the best venison in the world yeah you know we've we've talked about this too in, in your opinion um, when I was fishing with Trek Campbell um, on Thursday, he had just he's just gotten into bow hunting mm. and he's hunting like Savannah and you know uh, uh, other places hunting southern deer. And I'm like, look, get another year or two under your belt, but you got to go to the Midwest. Absolutely. You know, you you you, you 
For for me on my property in Georgia, honest to goodness, if I kill a big doe, a big mature doe with my bow, I've done something. Yeah. It's hard to do, man. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's hard to do. You go to the Midwest. Yeah, it's a totally different animal. I mean, it's it just is. the weirdest thing. It is so weird. I mean, if you can kill deer in the South, especially in Florida and places in Georgia, yeah. you can go and kill deer just about anywhere. Absolutely. I mean, 100% because it's agree. like night and day. Yeah, it, um, it is. It's the the deer down here are just really spooky. They're really and spooky. up there. They're relaxed. And and here, yeah, you're, that's that's true. And uh, there there's a lot of them. And uh, and I know out in Kansas and places, I mean, yeah. they're confined to certain areas, you know, mm-hmm. and they're easy to pattern. Yeah. You know, down here, it's difficult to pattern stuff when you're out in the swamps, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can be anywhere. Now, and most of the time, I have to walk past deer, mm-hmm. you know, to get my stands in Indiana or when I hunted Kansas. I mean, you, you had no choice. Yeah. But for the most part, they... They, they don't do what our deer do. They don't come out of their skin blowing. They don't. You know, they just kind of bounce off and turn around, look at you. You know, you get in your tree stand, and you're, you're, you're fine. But, but, but here, <laughs> I mean, you have to – here, you have to plan more on how do you get to your stand. That's the truth. Yeah. Than, than, than where it's located. Mm-hmm. You, you have to figure out, okay, if I put it here – how am I going to come in from behind it with the correct wind? That's the truth, yeah, buddy. You know. <laughs> because you blow out everything. And down here, they're so spooky. They're they're in the next county, you know, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Not everything around here is like stealth. Yeah. Super stealth. Washing your clothes, descending yourself, descending before you walk into woods, trying not to sweat, trying to be quiet. <laughs> Trying to go in it's before it's dark. Work. It's yeah. like, golly. It's yeah. like, Man, you know. if I've got to try not to sweat, yeah. that's just a big job. Yeah, and 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 for us, man, you got you you got a two week period to kill a big mature buck. Yeah, you know, I mean, you you might get lucky on one side of that that two weeks, and in that two weeks, there's really only about three or four days. Yeah, that you're going to hit it right. That you're going to hit it right. You know, and it, it's just it, it. And when they get when they get to four and a half. At my, it's it's just it's just yeah. it's a totally different animal. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I, I love it. Oh, yeah. You know, but, I mean, but, it's a true challenge. It's then. a true challenge. <laughs> then, yeah. And when you kill one, it, you've it, really done something. Yeah. If you if you catch one with a hot doe, that's that's just about your your Best your biggest chance. chance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, Larry, seriously, um, thanks, man. It was All great. Right. Thank you it for the great. breakfast. Been yeah, a long it's time. awesome. It, it it has it has been a long time. It's it's great catching up with you and. Um, I'm glad you don't, you know, look any older than Kirk. <laughs> wow. Hey, shot. That's, That's very funny. Yeah. It doesn't look like a day over 40. No wonder he's a crudge mudger. Yeah. No crudge mudger. Get used to it, Chris, you know? Water on a duck's back. Feel like a canvas back. You know, full of quackers. Just roll. Bunch of quackers. Oh, man. Uh, Captain Larry Minyard, the godfather. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Thank you, guys. The Nimnik Outdoor Show is always brought to you by some fine sponsors of Bearded Pig, Ring Power, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling. Thank you, Mike Hayes. Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Atlantic Coast Marine, CH Marine Construction, Mr. Bob Matthews, Steve Stevenson, Nimnik Family of Dealerships, Tire Outlet. Kirby Co. Builders, Inc., Wayland Bay, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Steenhatchee River Club, and Moe's Southwest Grill. Captain Kirk. Look forward to next weekend. Next yes. Saturday we'll be at Atlantic Coast Marine. Yep, and, uh, and, and, and and remember what this weekend, this Memorial Day, is all about. That's right. Be thankful for those people that are out there serving and to have served, folks. Yes. 
Absolutely. And uh, be careful. We yeah. always talk about this, folks. Anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. But for this weekend, please keep an extra eye open because there's going to be a lot of people out and about. Y'all have a great holiday weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. And there